you're now tuned in to the show. Seatbelts on, I'ma show you how we go. Mine keeps spinning, but there's nowhere to go. It's a trap door to hell, I'ma let them all know. You're now tuned in to the show. Seatbelts on, I'ma show you how we go. Mine keeps spinning, but there's nowhere to go. It's a trap door to hell, I'ma let them all know. Yeah, we about to make it all spark. Chill, cause it's ain't for the faint of heart. Taiji's the brainiac, cause he's hella smart. Travis G will tell you how it is from the start. Microphone, headphone, keeping it chill. Gun D brothers with that at home feel. So grab a drink, go and grab a meal. And lock your doors, cause it's gonna get real. Talk about sports, about comedy and food. Tune in now if you wanna know the news. Gather up your friends, tell your crew. Brace yourself, cause we roast you fools. Shout out to Johnny Goose, man, Mr. Rocha. Gundy Brothers about to take the Panocha. Go and tell, ring that bell. You are now entering the trap door to hell. You're now tuned in to the show. Seatbelts on, I'ma show you how it go. Mine keeps spinning, but there's nowhere to go. It's a trap door to hell, I'ma let them all know. You're now tuned in to the show. Seatbelts on, I'ma show you how it go. Mine we have arrived. At the illustrious 100th episode. Welcome back to Trapdoor to Hell, episode 100, the century mark for us. Beep, 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 beep. I haven't done one of those in a while. I yeah. Bam, 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 bam. Classic. That was real low energy for me, though. That was very low energy. Uh, on, on the 100th episode? Yeah. We got a lot of fun stuff today. We got... We're going to do some recap over these 100 episodes, talk about some of our favorite memories at the very end, just kind of wrap up this. We're just going to play every single episode that, at the end. At the end. This yeah. is going to be a five-day-long podcast. How does your math do that? I, did, I just guessed. I just did a close guess. And you said five days? I said five days. So five days, 24 hours. That's 120, 120 hours. So that would be if our podcasts were just barely over an hour an episode. Okay. Well, the first the first like 30 of them were. No. I thought we I thought usually early, hit an hour. I thought early Oh, I thought you said just over an hour. Yeah, just over an hour. Yeah, that's usually what that's what it was at like the very beginning of this podcast. Not for no. We were around an hour, but it was like maybe the first couple, but not like the not, not the beginning of the pod like at the early stage, it's just like the first couple. That would be. the I mean, early I did stages. more than an hour by myself talking into this microphone. But let's not talk. Let's not spoil any memories later that we may have later. Yeah. As we start going down this rabbit hole, we'll go down the rabbit hole. Go down a different. Let's go down hole. a different rabbit hole. Yeah. Papa John Schnatter. That. That fucking guy. That fucking guy. Everybody knows about Papa John. We're gonna talk a little bit about him at the beginning here because. Like most of you out there, and like Tyler, what I've encountered from Papa John's is, you know, mostly when he becomes a meme. For whatever reason, the internet blows up, he becomes a meme. I can't fucking take you serious right now. What? Because since this is not a visual podcast, Travis just pulled out a little black notebook, and I can see writing in said notebook. He's going to read notes. As if he was going up for like slam poetry. Imagine for those I don't of have you, I don't have I don't for have, those of I you who saw points. for those of you who this saw is only Joker one key point here. for for those of you who saw Joker. Just imagine Travis as Joker up on that stage right now. It's the same same concept. Whatever, I don't care. You know, I, I sometimes I realize that I forget things that I think I want to say on the podcast. So I get this little black uh, notebook that fits in my back pocket 
So now if I think of something and I don't want to forget it, I just write a little note down to make sure I don't forget that. But we're getting so off the topic. So you know we have like walking notebooks <sighs> called phones, right? Yeah, but I, this is the problem is because the phone's always on me. Uh, something weird where I don't put it in the notes or I'll forget during the podcast to look. Wow. If I have this here, I look at the notepad. You know, it's. I think it's a mental thing, and plus, if I write it down by hand, I I should remember it off the top of my head. I shouldn't even have to look at it. But whatever, you're getting off the topic. Papa John Schneider. So we know about him mostly when he becomes a meme. I mean, we talked about him on this podcast when he had that interview. And he was like, I ate 46 pizzas in 30 days. It's and, not the same. And he looked greasy as all hell. Yeah. And then re- more recently when he said it, t- it was taking him over <sighs> 20 months to get the N-word out of his vocabulary. Exactly. <laughs> exactly the, the only times we talk about him. Yes. Now, I follow him on TikTok for f- hilarity piece. reasons and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, he does live a fucking wild, cool-ass life because Papa he bless. is fucking rich as all hell. Yes. Papa bless. Yeah. Um. So he's earlier in one of these early, right when, about when he got canceled, he mentioned the day of reckoning will come and his truth will be told. Of course, this is to the allegations of him, or not allegations, see the audio of him coming out and saying the N-word. Mm-hmm. No, now, mo- most people don't realize what he had said. <coughs> they just know that he said it, which... In itself, it's me bad. being one of those people. I have no idea the context. So of what on he TikTok said yesterday, he posted a quick couple of videos about the other hammer is dropped. You know, this is the truth. What happened? I'm being set up by whatever. So then it caused me to go. You know what? I really don't know what's going on in this situation, and I want to know so badly what is going on in the situation so we're gonna do a little breakdown right now what's oh, going shit. on break it down call okay the, call the yes, now i'm gonna to go to down. some places and i'm gonna say some things oh, just shit. know i do not support what papa john said i'm at times it's gonna sound like i'm making excuses for him oh, wait. sidebar 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 we, we gotta get canceled for this no we shouldn't we should oh, okay we, we, okay we should. We just should. just make it sure just yeah. make it sure okay cool yeah all right, we're back. We shouldn't, yeah. You guys didn't hear that. We just sidebarred, discussed some legal things real quick. Don't worry about it, guys. So, so where this all stems from, Papa John, I mean, like any businessman, he started, he grew Papa John's by himself, franchised it by himself, started the, the you know, true, he's one of the only true CEOs of a company. Started from his hands started all the way Started from up. the bottom, now we hear. Exactly. And that... I mean, when you're rich like that, of course, it doesn't come without a few, um, a few sticky situations. Throughout his career, early before all this cancellation stuff, he was accused of sexual misconduct with workers nice. that he denied. Never, never pled anything to that. Dealt with all that out of court, like Kobe did. So if we're gonna talk about anybody, you know, it, he did it just like Kobe did. So if you're gonna hold the high horse there. Pulled the high heart. Now, two different, completely different people. I'm not saying Papa John is anything like Kobe Bryant. Papa John never crashed his helicopter. But anyways. Here we fucking go. Um, so, where the issues start, where most, where the cancellation part comes from, is was that Papa John's, remember, they were huge partner with the NFL for a, oh, a, a long time back yes. then. Um, 
right during, you know, right before and then during the knee scandals where Colin Kaepernick and other players were starting to knee during the national anthem and it was becoming a big, big deal. Yeah, the protest. So the first, one of the first things that got him in trouble and trouble and started with the board, you know, and his place there is... He had he had mentioned inside business conversations that were leaked out, you know, without his knowledge that, you know, so, and I'm paraphrasing. It's not exactly correct. The kneeing during the national anthem is bad for pizza sales. <laughs> okay. Um, um, he thought it had been quote unquote dealt with. Roger Goodell's not doing a good job, and then he ends up, you know. Getting catching a lot of flack because he came out and said those things. Some things were said, some things were leaked. Right. Some of the more, you know, like like edgier the, things. I mean, like yeah, some of the other things. Like I thought this had been dealt with. That was the stuff that kind of got leaked from side business conversations. Whatever, what have you not? That's when it originally started. All right. So you know, because of his right wing policies, he he you know he's. Uh, Big Christian guy or whatever. Mm -hmm. He's a a Republican through and through. I mean, supported Trump extremely. He was then, you know... And when he made comments like that, there was white power paper, like a newspaper for the neo-Nazi party that, like, came out and were like, yeah, we support you, Papa John. John. That's not what he wanted at all. No. So as these rumors started happening, and you remember this is when the first kind of memes of him started he then goes into a system where there he's going to start interviewing i think one was stephen a smith or greenberg or something some of these sports guys because of the nfl implications there so he goes in with this marketing company his papa john's works with his other marketing company and what they're doing is they're gonna they're gonna run through a bunch of questions that I mean, probably Stephen A. Smith or whoever is going to ask him, and they want Papa John to give his responses, so they work on it. This is where the original audio comes from, and this is what the audio that we just was released come from from the um, that Papa John just posted. Mm-hmm. Now you have to realize what Papa John's doing is he's in a court battle with this uh, with this company. I forget the name of them the, because they the marketing company. Yeah, the marketing company because. They planned and plotted, and they were in cahoots to actually purposely try and set him up yeah. for this. Now, mind you, I listened to these tapes. Travis listened to... <laughs> Travis not only watched, he listened to the tapes. Listen to the tapes here, alright? Big tape guy. Now, now Papa John does say a lot of absurd shit. The main thing that got him in trouble the first time, got him in the biggest trouble, was that he said... Colonel Sanders used to say, and he just said the N-word aloud. Yikes. That was the whole thing. Yikes. And there's a lot more that he says like that during the interview. Now, remember what I said at the beginning of this? I'm not endorsing him. No. You know, but... We're getting the the word out there for the people who are misinformed. In the time when he grew up, you know, it's like, you ever go talk to your grandpa who fought in World War One? Or World War Two or anything like that. Talk to an old person who's fought in a war, and you ask them about the opposition, and the opposition, or even just African American people, black people back then. Yeah. They, you know, uncandidly, if they're not in public, they're in their own house. They say wild shit. True. 
old and, people, and, and old even people if, say the darndest things. Even if they don't mean it. Because that one, the whole thing is they take that shit out of context for Papa John. Because he's going on this long rant. They're, they've asked him basically, like, are you racist? And now, mind you, at, the, at this point it doesn't feel like they're setting him up. They're asking him open-ended questions. And Papa John is just going just off spiraling. talking about it. He's just spiraling. <laughs> he's talking about, you know, I'm not racist, this is crazy, but, you know, you have to understand, I live in this, I, where I grew up, you know, in this town in Indiana, there was a sign that said, no, and words after, after dark, and, um, stay, stay home, and we'd see him get drugged down the street, and, and, um, in pickup how trucks and robes and shit like that. How old is Papa John? Older than you think, I think. I don't know, it seems... Wait, no. Wait. There it is. I think that's the right guy. Yeah. He is 59. Yeah. I mean... So born in 61. It makes sense. I mean, it's probably right the ab- civil around right, the end. The Civil Rights Act was 64, so... <clears throat> right about the end of that. Whatever. Not a big deal. So he's, th- he's like openly like they used to drag him up and down the street by, you know, ropes and stuff like that. And, you know, they're coming at me because of this kneeling stuff. That's not what I'm saying. I, I support to this, you know, this um, company that does, or he, he donates to this, um, whatever it is. Uh, non-profit. Non-profit organization that gives scholarships. And we have colored people and people of black, white, Mexican descent. You know, he goes off. You know, I don't give a damn. He says, I don't give a damn, you know, what what they are. As long as they're doing well with the money that we're giving them. You know, the opportunity that we're giving them. Mm-hmm. And he goes on to say a bunch of shit like that. And he wraps it all up with, you know, like, I don't agree with this. This is so disgusting. But, you know, it is It's the it reality is. of what so, we lived. So, the, you know, the tape goes through and he says a bunch of stuff. And then the call ends through him. And there's a live mic on the other side. The people who from the marketing company who are supposed to help him are on live mic. And they're and they're going back and forth. One of the guys is like, you know, I, I he's definitely gonna fry for this now. He he's gonna get fired. I'm so glad this motherfucker's gonna get fired. And they're talking back and forth. Mm-hmm. And if I were to sum it up, to to me, you know, it doesn't sound like they intentionally like cornered him into a place. Just like none of the interviews sound like they cornered him into a place. But they knew they, how wild John. They knew it's like, like I said, it's like going to your grandpa's house and you you're under the guise that you're just talking to him and then you're broadcasting it to the world. Yeah, you know it's it's that it's that give and take. So and you know it like the stuff that they're saying like no rec- you know no realization that yes John would <laughs> Papa John was saying some ridiculous shit that doesn't sound right. But in the y'all in the end of the the convert you know. He, he's trying to just make sense of the way he thinks. He li- grew up in a different time. And it's like the whole eco-chamber of the left-wing, de- you know, democratic, su- super liberal. That's what it sounded like to me. So, you know. Travis has to drink his water. That was a lot. That was a, <sighs> that was a big tirade on, on Papa John Schneider. So, Schneider. <laughs> I was hoping I'd get more comedy out of that. <laughs> But, no, that was just. That was, uh, it so, seemed like it seemed like 
you're lobbying to be on Papa John's legal team, basically. Well, I don't think... So, I don't think Papa John should be CEO of the company, which he's already backed down. Yeah. So, part of the purpose... There's a lot more stuff into this. I watched a 30-minute video about the whole situation today. It, there's there's a lot more that goes into it. He's not the CEO now. His wife, you know, left him or whatever. He, he, he can't really do much... <laughs> but I feel like in this case, in this case, because of the way that the, the tapes were released just to show that he was saying these things unprompted, you know, kind of goes, goes to show you that maybe they were trying on purpose to get him, mm-hmm. And, you know, to do that to somebody in a private business phone call. I don't think it's right. I think in a in a in a he's, court he's, they'll decide with him, and he'll yeah. be able to. You know, this is all like how much wages because he lost his job as the face of the company because of this. Mm-hmm. So he needs to be compensated because of that. I don't agree, and I don't think the man's ideals are right. Grew up in a different time. You know, you have to have some self awareness. But when you're that rich that early, you know, would would for, for that rich people who are super rich like that. You don't hear them talk much. No. Problem is, Papa John didn't know a when face to shut a, the yeah, fuck he's up. Yeah, the face of a company. He's didn't know when to shut time. the fuck up. So, I mean, I think I think you're right. I think he will win that legal battle just because from everything I haven't watched the tapes, but f- the way you describe it, it does sound kind of premeditated and and the reaction after like r- immediately following the phone call definitely seems like hey. It, there's some there's there's some fishy shit going on in there so yeah but i agree yeah papa papa john definitely shouldn't be the face of papa john's anymore yeah so uh yeah papa, i was hoping to get some comedy out of that but then papa just bless. that was all serious so papa bless on that one yeah and uh I if guess... anybody wants a papa bless he sends them out to anybody who comments under his tiktok instagram whatever asking for a papa bless he always sends them out yeah so all right well Without further ado, I think we should, after that one, I think we should just hop right into it. What do you say? I would I would have to agree. We have... One second. Let me... What, what are you going to... I was just going to uh, get into our questions. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I forgot. Yeah. We have a little bit off the top here. We have... Well, it kind of... We have some, <coughs> some questions, like Travis said. We'll discuss our 100th episode near the end. But we have a basketball question. We never really talk about basketball, but the Trapdoor Groupie wanted to know our opinions on the Brooklyn Nets signing almost everybody, creating their own kind of super team. Travis, I know you're not a big basketball guy, so if you need to know, the Brooklyn Nets signed Jim. I know. I know who they are. You know who they have. I know who they have. Okay. So the idea that that this is a new thing, it, it happens all the time. It happens when a bunch of people who are not normally liked get together and form these super teams. You know, tons of people hated it when, you know, when LeBron, M- when LeBron did it. I mean, you can go even further back than that when MJ started recruiting. Yeah. I mean, he didn't, you know, it's may, may not, it may not feel as egregious to you guys now, to everybody around here now. But at that time, you talk to people from that time, you know, they claim it's still going on. Look at some of the early Laker teams and shit like that. They used to go battle with Larry Bird and the Eagles. It's been going on forever. Larry Bird and the uh, <coughs> Celtics. What did I say? The Eagles. Oh, fuck. That's my bad. Basketball guy. Basketball guy. Big basketball guy. That rant really got my throat dry. Yeah. Um. So, 
you know, to, to, to act like this is such a big deal that the Brooklyn Nets are now doing this is just a joke. The Warriors did it. The Lakers did it. The Heat did it. You've, you know, whoever the trap, this be nice to know who the trapdoor groupie is. Johnny Roca. I mean, to because then you can look at their fandom, you know, True. and be like, you know. Yeah, how could, yeah, how can you complain how, how about How are you going to go say something about well, the Brooklyn Nets when the Warriors did it not that long ago? So they, it, it seemed like in the question it wasn't like a, they said, if you guys, uh, I know you guys don't like talking basketball, but what are your thoughts on the Nets signing everyone in the NBA? Like the, the, but but the, the, way the, they the use of the phrase everyone, everyone in the NBA showed, like, Says to you that they're they're saying it with a tad bit disdain. Yeah. Because if they just want to know what we think about the Nets now after what they've done, they would have put say, some names after the <laughs> after the latest trades and acquirements um, and um, acquired players to the yeah. to the Brooklyn Nets. What do you think of that basketball team? You don't. Yeah. You want to know our opinion, and you want to you want us to hear and talk about all these teams stacking, which I really don't give a shit. Basketball's not enjoyable. It's not hardly a fucking real sport anymore. It's just a... It's they just, don't take charges. They don't crash the boards anymore. They, they don't call travels. It's... It, <laughs> they don't. They don't do any of those things. And I hate to be old guy basketball at old such a young basketball. age. I love I love jacking up three-pointers as much as possible. But, like, when these guys are just traveling to get open, James Harden, you know, the most probably the most egregious of that, you know... From what I understand from meme culture, I don't watch these games. I was gonna say you're not a big uh, basketball. I can't watching. stand it. It's so it's so annoying. <laughs> There's no technique. You know, a lot of teams in the past used to jack up ton of threes too. There's teams like that that have been around in the league, but they work the floor. They you know make plays. It takes actual teamwork and skill and camaraderie camaraderie to find an open teammate to take an open probability shot. These guys just go look. If we just we're so good at shooting, if we just jack up as many as possible, by the, to make by the a- analytic statics, you're solid gold. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they you know they value the three points so much that they take you know they don't take two point shots anymore. You're it's either in the paint to a big man backing somebody down, or it's from the three point line. There's no working the floor at all. There's no hiding underneath. Lot of man coverage, lot you know, not too much zone unless it's like early in the game, you know, in in non critical times, it, it it's a lot, you know, and it's it's rough to watch because it's a sport that I truly do love. Most if you guys know me when I was no, younger and I Growing played, up. like I loved basketball and yeah. it was so uh, it was so fun for me to watch, but just and it's not about super teams or nothing like that. It's not about teams like the Nets or the Lakers right now. I like to see talent and and will. Like I used to be a huge LeBron James fan. He was one of my favorite players growing up. I went to a Warriors game when he played, and he like refused to come out of the game. Was yelling back at the coach, and that's when it was the with fire, the, the drive when he was with the Cavaliers. And yeah. I'm like, no, 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 I did not like that. Because it was an incident. It was an insignificant part. It was before the Warriors were good. He was on the Cavaliers. He would. They were beating the Warriors. He, <clears throat> the coach is pulling him out to get somebody else some playtime, and he's fucking over there yelling at him. For what reason? Right. I don't know. He was beating the shit out of the Warriors. 
Because you got to... Uh, uh, the and, then he, and then he draws out the, the move to Miami. And, you know, there's... Well, like, that was... Yeah, I mean... If, th- James Harden getting fat to leave the Rockets and shit like that. I don't mind you, you know, seeking out other teams and stuff. And I guess you do what you got to do. It's just with the way, you know, uh, flopping and and uh, the, the rest of the game is played, it really adds on top of it with the antics that go on the sidelines. You, you know, know what I'm saying? You know what we need. You know what this world needs? Travis and Dominic basketball podcast. That would be the greatest thing of all time. Just you guys screaming back and forth about how <laughs> shitty the game is and how it's just ruined. It's and not so, like the good old days. It's really awesome to see what these guys can do. Like I love watching Clay guys like Clay Thompson shoot, man. They're so they're so fucking good. Yeah. It's just, you know, I try. I wish I could try. I wish they can try and find a balance. I don't need you know old school, old school basketball. I wish it was just a little bit of balance. You know, that nobody's even they put up all the three pointers and nobody is even worried about anybody trying to get an offensive rebound and put it back up. Yeah, you know, fast breaks are cool and awesome and shit like that, but it's a back and forth. A, A middle ground would be nice, and I you know is what I don't want to be that old guy ranting. (laughs) <laughs> doesn't want to be the old guy ranting after doing 10 minutes of old you guy ranting. You just set me up for it. I know I did. I know what I did. Uh, the only thing I have to say is if you're complaining about <sighs> the Nets and the Lakers right now, I would hope you were also complaining about the 2010 Heat and the 2015 Warriors or whatever because if you're not complaining about one or the other, then you're just hypocritical. My favorite thing that I, I saw, I guess, I guess, and this was talked about on... on uh, on part by take mm-hmm. is like is like these same people who are like I'm not gonna watch basketball because of this bullshit. They like another team that's probably done it in the past, or they're huge fans of another sport. That, yeah, that do the same thing. Like, don't you like you want your team to be the best that it can possibly be? Yeah. Like if you're if you're a GM of the team and you're sitting there going, I could have five. Five all-star starting in my starting lineup. And let's be honest, half of these guys are way past their prime. So you're just, a lot of these people are complaining name. about it's it. They're just, just talking about it yeah, based off a of name. And and you're looking at this like, Kyrie's been, Kyrie Irving hasn't played good basketball in four years. Blake Griffin, like you said. Is well, Kyrie past, Irving can't get along with anybody. He can't get, yeah. Blake Griffin passed his prime. DeAndre Jordan passed his prime. They just signed, um, what's the dude's name from... From the Spurs. I just had it here, but it's not showing up. Um, LaMarcus Aldridge passed his prime. Yes, like, that was there's, <laughs> the, the, their best, the James Harden is, is kind of on the latter end of his career. Kevin Durant is getting up there in age too, but they're still fucking top five players in the league. But like, like you said, a lot of these guys, everybody else is nobodies. Yeah, no, agree. But yeah. let's move on. We did a lot more oh. than I thought on both of those uh, subjects. So let's move on real quick. Let's talk about one of our favorite sports to get into here. Uh, women's NCAA basketball. Yes. So we're in the middle of March Madness right now. And uh, we're going into the um, uh, final, final four. four. I final couldn't get that out of my up. mouth. UConn is continuing their dominance, led by star player Paige. Bukers, is yes. that how you say her yes. name? Yeah, I couldn't remember. But Baylor did give them a run for the money. Did you watch? What? I mean, Baylor was right there. 
They were they were there the they whole were right there they were the there the whole game. Time. I believe they led the entire fourth quarter. Uh, I think coming out of half they were up too, just back and forth in that third quarter. But that foul, man, did you see the the the, <coughs> the non foul call? Absolutely egregious. Just ridiculous. Absolutely egregious. UConn has been such. And a... I'm not a huge fan. I'm a huge fan for let the girls play. Oh, of course. You know, I want them. <laughs> I want. <laughs> You want him to play. I want him to play. <laughs> you want him to play. I don't want, you know, I do, but but it was just way far past. I, well, you it, you it, let it him sh- play. It's got to be. There's an extent, There's right? an extent you can go to where it's it's really impacting the game, and it's causing teams like Baylor to to miss out on big opportunities in this Final Four. UConn has just been, you know, year after year just so fucking dominant in women's basketball. It, you know, the... There's already, and there's, so, UConn is one of the number one seeds, and there's two others in there. So, mm-hmm. like, another upset that going into the Final Four would be nice, you know. But, whatever. The other two first seeds that are still in are South Carolina and Stanford. Stanford. Yep. And then uh, University of Arizona. U of A in. Wildcats. But, I mean, ranked number three. They're, yeah. they're a three seed. I mean, You're looking it, at it's a real chalky tournament. Real fucking chalk. Real chalky uh, whoever, whoever did their bracket, which I'm sure millions of you did your brackets for the for the women's tournament um if you went chalk man you're you're looking pretty you're but sitting did, pretty but did you catch the stanford game too i didn't get to see all of it yeah i watched i watched the beginning and they were getting their fucking backs so you out. missed you missed a comeback just like kind of yukon had i mean Fuck it was ridiculous it. they were down they were down 38 26 at the half Jesus Christ. Oh, and they brought it all the way out to a win at 78-63. They ended up fucking stomping them out there at the end, huh? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that, that's what those good teams do. We see it in the men's tournament, which we don't really talk about, yeah. in Gonzaga. We yeah, see that. Who gives a fuck about the men's tournament? <laughs> so. but, but, like, talk about momentum. Even being a one seed, coming in and and bringing it all the way back in that second half is... is such a good momentum going into, uh, I believe it is Thursday and Friday they play their next games. Yeah. Where I believe South Carolina takes on, uh, <laughs> I think it's University of Arizona and Stanford and UConn. Collide. Stanford and UConn, which would be an awesome game to watch. I mean, it's going to be... Can't with... wait to watch. We'll, we'll be watching for sure. Oh, absolutely. But they hopefully, play the game right. Hopefully you guys will be watching too. Of course. All right. Well, we're done. that was good. Because we went a little long on NBA, which we don't normally do. Yeah. And so, uh, or we did not We did what we normally don't do for both of these. NBA too long, W, or uh, we, we, NCAAW. We it's, 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 I can't say that. <laughs> I, I don't know. NCAAW. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Women's, uh, women's basketball. College well, women's basketball. Went a little shorter than usual. Yeah, usually we like to give them a little bit more shine. We didn't really, we haven't really touched on them in a little bit. We've been really like into the games and haven't really gotten our notes down on it but we figured now getting into the final four is the perfect time perfect time well let's move on to baseball then no oh, man let's do, we do... Have to? can we can we just talk opening... more about women's basketball i'm sorry we got a lot to get to on this show true so we're true. gonna have to do it this year tomorrow if you're listening to this it's probably opening day Yes. Get a round of applause. About fucking time. we're back boys I'm, I'm very upset with myself so i was up a little late last night yeah uh and I and I looked and MLB had posted they were like tomorrow's opening day and I was yeah. like oh my god tomorrow is April first <sighs> it's gonna be opening day yeah I'm juiced I woke up at eight o'clock like I'm ready to get ready to watch some games 
forgetting oh, forgetting this was that last I, night. This was at last night. Midnight. Uh, forgetting it was like twelve thirty, and it was already it was already. Uh, March it was already 31st. today. It was already today. It was already today when we were recording this podcast, March thirty so, first. So I was like, I was like, "Where's all the games at?" And then I realized, "Oh fuck, it was past midnight." I'm an idiot. So yeah. I April Fools myself. That was good. I fucking got. You myself. did a good job. Yeah. Good we're not gonna get too far into it. Unfortunately, we weren't able to do a crossover episode with uh, points and doinks, curveballs, and curveballs and chair shots. I we yeah. are points and doinks. We're two thirds <laughs> of points two and thirds of it. Yeah, and my bad. I got. A lot. Papa John. Papa John. Women's March Madness. It's too much running through my brain right now. And we got two movie reviews today. That's true. But, um, so we're going to just run through before we get Before we get into the breakdown, we did have a a question from our good friend, Johnny Roca, who is definitely not the Trapdoor Group. Definitely not. Definitely not. Definitely not. Um, He asked, with opening day being tomorrow... Uh, what would be your walk-up song for your first at-bat, or even for your first uh, inning of, of work? Well, you know me. If I were in the pitcher, league, I would be, be on the mound. Yeah. But that might be two different <sighs> answers. Because, like, a good a good pitching walk-up song is definitely a lot different than a, than a batting walk-up song. Yeah, no, I like, I like something... I like something really, really intense for when I'm coming up to pitch... When I'm going to bat, I like aggressive stuff. So probably going um, something like the Wiggles. <laughs> Fruit salad! Yummy, yummy! yummy. yummy. Fruit salad! Get, hey. Yummy, yummy! Yummy, 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 yummy! Fruit salad! Why'd you stop? I stopped, because yeah. I didn't think you were going the whole way. I was going... Well, I had to do just more than that one. Um, no, if I were... Let's see... This is difficult. He, uh, he, we got this question earlier today, probably, and I've been thinking about it all day. If I were on the mound, I'd probably just play the audio from that Papa John. In. <laughs> God damn it. There's the joke. There's your joke I out of the Papa John. I did 15-minute setup for just that, for that one joke. joke. Um, oh, see, the problem is, I think about this myself. When I'm like listening to music, when I'm driving somewhere, I'll just be like, Damn. If I would have just played varsity baseball, this would have been my walk-up song. <laughs> oh man! <sighs> Jesus, take the wheel. You remember yeah. when we did Jesus that? Jesus, take the wheel. Well, that's what we say when you throw darts. Uh huh. Yeah. But you also, when we did the home run derby thing at the little league field, yeah, we got to choose each other's walk-up songs. Well, I remember, I did Backstreet Boys. Well, I, I did Backstreet Boys for you. I chose that for you. No, you... I did that purposely. No. You're missing it, so. You're what are you talking about? I picked your song, you picked my song. Okay. I picked that for you, you picked Jesus Take the Wheel for me. Whatever. Sure. <sighs> He's deep in thought. I don't know. I don't. I really don't know. I thought all about those jokes and not what I would actually what do. What you would actually listen to? Um, that's tough. Let's see. If I were on the mound, I probably would choose some Green Day. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Brain Stew. Brain Stew, definitely, on the mound for Green Day. That's a good one. It, it, it like, super easy. <coughs> Beat to follow. Just ride it out. <sighs> da 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 you know, 
And then, and then, like on the uh, if I were going up to bat, you know. Oh, oh. Slayer. We're how are we forgetting Red this? And blood. No, Rockstar by Nickelback. Oh, duh, duh, duh. Change my answer. Duh. Rockstar by Nickelback for everything. Everything, obviously. In a big yard, I can play baseball in. Just classics, or anything by Creed. Just put on, you know what? Just put in the the Creed uh, Human Clay album. Wait, is it Human Clay? Yeah, put in Human Clay, and then just anytime I come out, just play whatever's playing at the time. Yeah, and it's, and it's good enough. Yeah, for sure. I mean, my life, my life. I just walk around with Creed going on in my head constantly. Yeah, so just a constant. There, there's ours. Yep. If anybody wants to let us know theirs, just uh, comment it under the Facebook for this post. For look the, at that, uh, right on. Look at that. Marketing. Good marketing time. <laughs> Good marketing. All right, well, we can get into our actual breakdown of the season. Yeah, let's do it. So, we, you know, last year when we did it with uh, the boys at Curveballs and Chair Shots, we did, like, MVPs and all that stuff, and then realized there's not really much follow-up on that. So I think what we should do here is we're just going to go division by division. I ranked them all in order of the how I thought they would go, and I marked my wildcard teams. So yes. we'll just go division by division. I'll say mine, you say yours, and then we'll talk about it. Sounds good. All right, let's start in the AL East. Sounds good. AL East, I've got Orioles coming in dead last. Okay. I've got the Red Sox coming in fourth. The Tampa Bay Rays coming in third. The Blue Jays coming in second with a wild card spot. Now, this is the second wild card spot, and then the Yankees <laughs> winning the division. Okay. I have Baltimore coming in last. Tampa taking a big step down. I almost fourth. did this. And a fourth. I, I, look, I crossed it off and I changed it. <laughs> nice. It's not even a bit. I almost did that. Boston coming in third. Yankees being in the two. And then I got a ride with my Blue Jays back at it again. Adding more talent. Really making making a push to be the uh, <laughs> yeah, division leaders. You know, so. This is also banking on the fact of the Yankees not being healthy. Exactly. That's, that's the only. So that's, that's the only reason they're not number one. That's in the East that's for me. my issue. Is the Yankees have to have to, and this is uh, on the heels of Luke Voigt just getting uh, a meniscus, a slight meniscus tear out for so the first month. It of doesn't the season. hurt, but you have to hope because with John Carlos Stanton and Aaron Judge in your lineup, as long as they they can stay healthy, because the last two seasons have been god awful for them. Mm-hmm. They didn't. You know, we talked about it last season in the COVID season, like. Just take the year off. Yeah. What the fuck does it matter? Just take the year 60 off, games, get healthy. Get healthy for a full Just year. Just get healthy, you yeah. know? And so I hope they can stay healthy. Even if that, I think their pitching is deep enough at this point. It could carry them through a lot of the close games. If their bat, if their lineup isn't as healthy. The Blue Jays, with the inexperience, I think they have a ton of talent. And they're very good. And they've only made additions to get that, like George Springer. Their who lineup also got is getting hurt. very good. George Springer, yes. Also right. got hurt. And they've had they've made additions to the starting rotation. And Hunjing Ryu and uh, some couple other guys, I believe. So, I think... Just because they're they're not you know they haven't been together they'll be they'll come and they'll get that wide wild card spot, um, but the Yankees I think will just stay on top of it. The Rays I really wanted to put them at four. I, I just, think they're gonna take I a just, big step I think down. there's too much young talent there. I think there is gonna be issues with the 
with management and I stuff was gonna like say that. morale's gonna be tough losing Blake getting rid of losing Blake Snell. losing Blake Snell was a and the big way hit. the way you lost in the World Series and yeah. all this stuff with young guys if you don't have anybody to corral that it's gonna be a real issue I wanted deep down in my heart to put him at four um, but I just I think when it comes down to the close games or talent will bring above the Red Sox. I talked about how the Red Sox... It's going to be close. They're yeah. going to be right there. The Red Sox getting Cora back, getting a lot of guys that didn't play last year back. They have a lot of young talent over there too. I think they start to come back into form. We start seeing them build back into a team that's going <coughs> to come back and perform in the next couple of years in this division. Yeah. Especially with Alice Cora. Anything else? No, I think, and then we know Baltimore. Baltimore, the only thing that's going to be interesting is going to be the the career path of, because they have King Felix, if King Felix actually makes well, starting King day. Well, King Felix just opted out. Did he end up, I didn't I didn't hear about that. Matt Harvey made the team. Matt Harvey, out. I know Matt, Matt Harvey was going to make the team. That was going to be the second guy. Yeah, to King, see if he can rejuvenate that career. Probably, probably not. not but, but King Felix just opted out. I think he was not healthy or something like that. Which I, you know, he retired a couple years Should've ago. Should have just stayed retired. Should have just right? stayed retired. Yeah, no shit. Why? Why? Like, I get the love of the game, but come on, man. But let's Hang move on. Up. Let's get on. Let's do the AL Central now. Yep. Um, AL Central. So I have the Royals at the bottom of this division. I have the Tigers at number four. I have the Indians at number three division. I have number two, the Twins. With the first wild card spot, and then the division winner is the Chicago White Sox, newly helmed by Tommy Lasorda. Yeah, so I I'm right around with you. I have Kansas City, but I have Cleveland coming in at four. I like their rotation, but I just feel like that offense is gonna be so so bad. We'll Lose talk. Let's yeah, uh, well, yeah, we'll uh, three three will be Detroit. Two will be Minnesota, also taking that number one wild card spot. I'm with you on that. And then the White Sox, of course, lead, leading in. Oh, that so division. so you have the Yankees. I don't have the Yankees making it. Okay, all right, I see. It, okay. It's going to be right on the cusp. It's going to be a tight battle, especially going back from last year where they had four wild card spots. Yes. Okay, so I see what you did there. Yeah. So, but you have the White Sox at one. White Sox at twins. yeah yeah. yeah. So. Twins but but we have that we spot. have that pretty flush right there with the Twins being the number one with the wild card and the White Sox winning the division. But I do want to go back and touch on that because the Indians and the Tigers. And I do think what you're saying is valid. You're betting on a lot of the Tigers' rotation that is young mm-hmm. but very, very talented. Yeah. Stuff, led by Max Fried, I believe. Mm-hmm. Right? And some... And, uh, a lot of the other position players are very, very young, and a lot so of these young prospects coming so, up too. Yeah. I'm, I'm expecting, I'm expecting number one pick Spencer Tolkerson to actually make an appearance. So you're year. expecting these young, this young, young talent of the Tigers, be a little scrappy, to be there this year and overtake the Indians, who got rid of a lot of people and uh, kind of scratching at the bottom of the barrel the, right now. Uh, honestly, the only thing keeping the Indians away from being in that five spot for me. Is how good that rotation is. Yeah, I mean, and they keep pumping out guys. Even they, when we, they will we always, found that last yeah. year when, in the year before, like whenever they get rid of a guy, they have somebody to fill the hole. So, like but the minor seen league it, organization is, is doing a great job with them. Yeah, but we've seen it with like the Mets, where your rotation can only win you so many games, mm-hmm. to where you need run support at some point. Like Jose Ramirez is still there, getting up there a little bit in age, and who knows that could be a trade target 
at, at the at the uh, deadline. I just think with the Indians, like uh, I I like the Tigers' young talent. I think they'll be good eventually. I don't think it's now. I think they're still too young. Yeah. Um, and I think the Indians just have a little more experience, and those close games are gonna lean the Indians' way, for sure. So. And the Royals are garbage. Royals are yeah. hot garbage. It'll be very exciting to see the White Sox, though. I expect them to make. I expect the White Sox and Twins run. battle are gonna is gonna be fantastic. Yeah, that's 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 a great top of that division. All right, if in the West, shit. Sorry, 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 sorry. Oh, late came, night. Podcast. That came out of nowhere, dude. Yeah. Um, the AL West. So, this one. Mariners at the five spot. Okay. Rangers at the four spot, Astros at the third spot, Athletics at the two spot, and the Los Angeles Angeles Angels of Anaheim win the division this year. This you is the throw, year throwing darts at it. They at it, huh? put it all together. This is probably the wildest prediction I have today for you, but like. When I was looking at the division, I think it's going to be so close. I think everybody's going to battle each other fought, like really well. That's why I don't think the wild card comes out of this division. Yeah. I also think that the this will be the lowest of the division winners, the lowest record of the division winners, because I think Rangers are more talented. And when you're playing your division in the Mariners, they're not good, but they're still going to steal some from you because they're in your division. Yeah. So I'm sorry the A's just... Didn't, didn't do, do enough, do, in do enough when they're getting rid of people to bring people back. The Angels have been adding slowly. We talked about the talent, how much better they should be. Uh, Mike Trout voices opinion this past season, off season about wanting to actually win. I think they try and put something together. And if he's going to start being a more vocal leader than we see, uh, I think they can do it. They have the talent there to do it. And the Astros are doing the same. They're getting rid of people. They're not bringing new people in. Yeah. That team, the, Those World Series teams are fading away. <clears throat> Still a very good team. Yeah. I do not want to. This will be a close race between the three it's of gonna them. It's going to be a tight matchup. <laughs> but so, the Angels will win. So I have it as Texas in the five, Seattle in the four, Angel, Angels in the three, Oakland in two, with the with the second wild card spot because being an A's fan, I gotta give myself some hope here, uh, and then the Astros taking the division. I think that I think the Rangers. I was a little bit higher on them last year doing this. I think I had them taking the second spot in the division last year. Yeah, and they just looked like garbage, and I don't think they did enough either to really f- like warrant putting them anywhere near good in this division. Seattle showed a little bit of fire there with their young guys. I just think the Angels pitching just is not there. Shohei Shohei looks good right now in spring, but how long does it last? See, this is all this is all dependent on at at very early in the season them abandoning this approach. I've talked about it over and over okay. again. Okay. That may then the, that makes sense. The Angels this okay. all depends on the Angels. So, this is one of the things I want to talk about. Right here. The Rays being this low in their division. Towards the end of the season, they're a small market club. They're going to be sellers. Oh, absolutely. The Angels 
need to give up on Shohei being a pitcher and a fielder. And grab their he, he, grab some so of those pitch, he's key either, pitchers. He's either going to be the best, at, he's going to be fucking awesome at both, and they continue to do it, or they're going to give up during the beginning part of the season. And if they're anywhere near this, the cl- this, this race... The Angels, because they do not want to upset Mike Trout any further, no. will go out and get Tyler Glass now. That would be nice. Okay, if, I uh, as soon or, as or as soon another as you said, other, or another yeah. pitcher from another as, team. As but but in my said, mind, yes. in my mind, they would make that is a huge move that I see could happen because of Mike Trout voicing an opinion to want to win yeah. and that, like. They have to do it. They've given so much money to so much of these other guys that you either got to shit or get off the fucking pot, right? As as soon as you said this is all dependent on them getting away from Shohei, I like I absolutely see that happening. As long as they get away from Shohei being this this two-way star and kind of being the uh, the number two to your Mike Trout, basically. Or it happens, and he's one of the best baseball players we've ever seen touch the sport. The only problem is he's had time out there, and he just hasn't. Not healthy it. time. Not healthy. Not time. healthy time. Which I, which I think is part due to that reason that he's doing both, and he's at an older age. Yeah. So that's. I mean. You, that's that's kind of that. So that's I'm not th- this. I'm not that much of an idiot just to say that if they just keep moving the same way they're no, moving. No, you have you have you have valid reasoning behind it. So basically, for our American League, we Quote have valid. Yeah, we have the. For me, I have the Blue Jays taking the East. So do you want to see these guys? Do you want to see these guys in total too? I could do mm-hmm. that really quick. I could probably do it quick too. Yeah. So I would say for out of me. Chicago would be the one seed. The White Sox. The white, yeah, the White Sox. Astros would be the two seed. Blue Jays be the three seed, and then Minnesota and Oakland. That would Minnesota be then Minnesota Oakland. then Oakland. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna just. I'm gonna because of the Indians, Central Tigers, West and East. Royals. I think White Sox will have the number one seed. I think the Yankees will have the number two seed. Um, I think the Angels will then have number three. Then it goes to the Twins. Twins then it goes then Blue Jays to the Blue. Uh, yes. Then to the Blue Jays yep. at number five. Yes. Not too bad. Not too All bad. All my A's homer fans are like, dude, you didn't even put us in the fucking playoffs. But uh, like, I only do it because I'm like a real big homer <sighs> of it. Like, are, as an A's fan, are you really sitting here logically thinking, not not fan base thinking, logically thinking, going? Yeah, I think we made enough improvements to to get us to the playoffs. And if you are, you're you're fucking delusional. Yeah. Because we didn't do anything. I mean, we could talk about the young. Jed Lau- Lau- we could talk about having. Jed Lowry, we could talk man. about how much how important it is having a Matt Olson and a Matt Chapman back healthy, and hopefully AJ Puck can be what he actually needs to be, and who's Jesus Lazardo and a ton of these other guys. We could talk about them until we're blue in the face. But the the matter of the fact is. At this point, we didn't add anything, and we keep getting the you know we keep getting first round bounce or second round bounce in the yeah. playoffs. I do want to say though, Jesus Lazardo, just like our king Jameis Winston, got his eyes fixed. Good, you know. I hope I hope he comes out and you know deals. I really do. Yep. I would love to be proven wrong on that. Oh, absolutely. I would love and for I'm, the A's to win the division else, and not the who Angels. Who else was I thinking uh, of that? Tampa, fucking prove me wrong, man. I, I want you to succeed, so go out and fucking prove me wrong. No, I don't know. 
<laughs> I don't like what they did. I don't like what they did during the play. Yeah. I don't like what they, they did, did in the there. playoffs. So yeah. I'm fucking done. You know, I I think it all falls down the hill. But let's move on here. Let's go to the National NLE's League. first National League side of the side of it. We'll start with the East here. So I've got the Marlins coming in five. I got the Nationals coming in four. Phillies at three. Mets at two. And Braves at one. So I'm I'm right along with you, but I have my four and five swapped. I have the Nationals at five, Miami at four. I think Nationals fall that far off of the hill. I or you I don't think, think or you think, think what Miami, the Marlins did the at the Marlins beginning of the did. season can be sustainable for 162? I don't think for the full 162, but I think they're going to surprise a lot of people with the with the longevity that it actually. Do you has. have a wild card coming out of this division? Um. Yes. I do. You, so you have the, I have the Braves Mets. and the Mets. You have the Mets. So I have, I have the one. yeah, I have Philly at three, Mets at two, the Braves at one. I have the Mets as the second wild. My card problem spot. is, I'm still, I still think the Phillies. I think the Phillies are good. They're gonna the, put up a fight. Those I think are, the Nationals still have a lot of good games left in them, and the Marlins can play really well in short bursts. Yeah. So they can give fits, and I think this is gonna be a tough division with the Braves being so good. I think like. I was high on the Mets, and I really wanted to put them back. Like, I thought they were going to win the division last year. Mm-hmm. But we see the the uh, disassociation of what they can actually do, how bad they play, what's going on with their organization. We've seen all the moves the organization had to move, shuffling things around. They got Steve Cohen. Just came out today. They can't even get on same terms with for, Lindor. With Lindor, who just got there. Yeah. So like they want to get. Although them. they have a ton of talent, and I really like the team, and I want the Mets to be good. Yeah. I'm a secret Mets fan here, and I would love for them, just like the A's, to prove me wrong. I don't think they can get their shit on the same page. I'm a huge polar bear fan, and this sucks because like Jacob Degrom too. I, Jacob Degrom and he Noah Syndergaard. I love them as pitchers. Yeah, they tall, lanky so much guys. Better. I love that style. Degrom is probably. One of the best pitchers we'll see in our generation. Yeah, I would agree. With the talent wise that he's got, it just being flushed down the drain. Um, yeah, I was I was sitting fr- I'm sitting right there fringe. I was flip flopping all day between the Mets and, and <coughs> Philadelphia. Who was going to be that two three? Who was going to take that second wild card spot? Because the Phillies added some key pieces too. They brought back guys that they I, I needed. Think, I, I think with Bryce Harper and um, who's the catcher? J T. Romuto. J T. Romuto and guys like Reese Hoskins. Yeah. Like. I think they're starting to become an actual core over there. I like, think I think the camaraderie and the chemistry over there is going to start gelling. Yeah, they're going to be a fun good. ball club to watch. Yeah. Like you know, some of those um, uh, early two thousand A's, some of the streak A's, and like uh, some of the uh, World Series Rays teams super early mm-hmm. when they were still the Devil Rays and shit. Yeah, or like the Expo, like. Teams like that, scrappy gonna, young teams that that are fun to fun to watch. I think this is going to be a very fun crew to watch. Yep. So you know, and it's fortunate to put them at three. <laughs> I just don't think they have all the pieces there. And it's such a tough and tough with division. the Braves being so goddamn they're, good, they're so fucking stacked. so goddamn good. Yeah. But the let's move on. NL Central's next. So the NL Central, I got Pirates coming in at five, Reds coming in at four, Cubs coming in at three. Two Brewers. Oh, start start that over again. I was I was lost. Pirates at five. Okay. Reds at four. Cubs at three. Brewers at two. 
with the wild card spot and the Cardinals taking the division. So we're flush. We're flush with the Central. We're right on on the same. It's the same thing. And same you got thing. them as but the I, wild card. I don't team? have them as the wild. That's you have the them thing. missing out. I have them. Yeah, only only the Cardinals making it to the playoffs out of this division. The Cardinals have just made so many moves that yeah. are so good. I think that just the acquisition of Arenado was was enough to put them in that one spot. <laughs> but the other moves they've made have Paul, been Paul Goldschmidt over Goldsch- there, Goldie, and bringing that, bringing back uh, um, uh, Molina and Wainwright, Yachty and yep, Yachty and, and you know Wainwright. for one final run. They're just they're trying to put one together and win yeah. one for the boys. I really like them as like early like favor like uh, you're putting World Series odds down. You're putting money on them. I think that's a great bet. Yeah, I think it's a great and bet. I, th- I think their division is just so weak, and they just like. We've we've talked about the Cubs just not going anywhere. Cubs the, not going anywhere. The, the Reds, Reds getting rid of all the stuff we liked last year, really. Yes. And then the Pirates have some young talent there. They're, that they're I just see in such growing. a rebuild. But you know they just they do this all the time where they bring up young talent. It doesn't seem that long ago where they had you know um, uh, like McCutcheon and, and Jason Bay and all that. Shit. I know that's a while ago, but these <laughs> 2008. young uh, but these young studs come up and they like. Before they could even go anywhere, they were gone. Mm-hmm. I would love to see the Pirates do a little bit better. And I think I think this year to watch some of the young talent there grow would be exciting to see maybe what future team they end up on. Because the Pirates organization, I don't think, will happen. Yeah. The Reds could the Reds could easily beat the Cubs with a couple moves here and there, get above them. It, you know, it's it is whatever. That's why. But they're the, just they're just so the middle of the road. Although the Brewers are still trying to figure out things and stay healthy, I think because of the the difference in talent in the division yeah. that they they can lock down a wall card spot basically. Yeah. And then in the NL West, I uh, I don't know about the very bottom of this uh, if we're gonna be flush on it, but I've got the Rockies. The Giants, yeah, we're then flush. the Diamondbacks, the Padres, and we're then the Dodgers, we're, and then we're the flush. Padres is a getting wild card. The, getting team. the number one wild card spot. Yeah. yeah, we're we're pretty flush on that one. Um, the, the Rockies just the, dismantled. Dismantled everybody. They got rid of everybody. We saw the Giants had some pretty good young talent over there. Y- Yastrzemski is a fucking solid player. And yeah, I, I they're just gonna do enough to to float along. Arizona, I. I was fringe on on flopping them and, and the Giants. Yeah, they get they could go. They back could and go forth. either but, way. But I I hate the Giants, so you know what I do? I put them lower, <laughs> right down below. Yeah, yeah just my ha- my hatred just goes. You know what? I don't see. That I hate three. the Giants more than I like the A's because I I wouldn't put. Did you see what I, I put the A's? <laughs> yeah? I wouldn't put the A's in the playoffs, but I dropped. But the you'll Giants definitely drop the spot. Giants a spot just just for but the I fuck mean, of it. You know what is what is it? So I mean. A, a former Giants fan, I don't want to out anybody, but a former Giants fan Dominic Hobson. texted today saying, if referring to the A's park, <laughs> should it be Ring Central or just say A's Ballpark? Ring Central? That's the new name of the, the stadium. The, but, are you sure that's not the, the, the indoor? Because I believe it's still the Oakland Alameda Col- County Coliseum, correct? That uh, That's what she's texted. He's like, uh, he said... It's the fucking Coliseum. I'm it's like, the Oakland Alameda County Coliseum. Yeah, and no matter what, if you're referring to that ballpark, you're not. You're no. You never call it by its I name. I still call it Overstock.com. <laughs> yeah, fucking O.co, man. We're, that's that's what we're fucking calling it. No, it's the Coliseum. You've always called it the Coliseum. You never stray from that. But you know what? You know, uh, former Giants fan. Ask him. You know what? Right now, you think you'll text back? 
Uh, maybe. Let's see. Ask him. Ask him what the name of the Giants ballpark is. Okay. The Giants ballpark. I bet you. I bet you fifty dollars. He calls it Pack Bell. I don't think he goes that far. I don't think he goes that far I, back. I bet you he calls it Pac. He calls it. I bet you he calls it AT and T. We'll see. We'll see. So, but, so what? How would you see? How th- this is going to be the interesting thing for this one? Because I'm sure we have the central with that third with in the third spot. Do you see the Dodgers taking that one spot or the Braves? Um. Because I like it's tough for me. Because the Dodger, the bottom of the Dodgers division is so bad. But the thing is, too, is the Dodgers, like, don't lose to any team they should. Like, teams that they should beat, they they beat. beat. Yeah, yeah. They don't don't just lose, yeah. And so, it's so difficult. I think for now, I think I'm going to give it to the Braves right now. Okay. I'll give the Braves number one. I'll give the Dodgers number two. And in a real world, the Padres will probably be. We'll have a higher three. record than than the the Cardinals. Yeah, whatever. But they'll be number the wild three, card team. And then um, the Padres having the first by and the Brewers or the first wild card and the Brewers having the last wild card. Yeah, I'll go. Um, and your last wild card will go to the Mets. Last wild card goes to the Mets, but I'm gonna put the Dodgers as the as the number one seed. Yeah. Just because, like you said, they don't lose to those bad ball I figured, clubs. I figured whatever I was going to do, you were going to do the opposite. Yeah. Just for whatever. just for the sake of it. So you're going to let me know if he texts back? Yeah, I'll let you know. All right, but well. But it, it might be a while. I don't know how, how quick he'll respond. Do you want to uh, just say um, a very early World Series champ? God, I think man. I kind of already said mine. Who are you going with? I think th- you want to go champ or, or yeah. I think well, the Cardinals. Who, I'm gonna. Get... Okay, who do they face? Who do who do you see out of the American League going to the World Series? Well, I mean, if the Angels do what I say. Oh my god! <laughs> I just, but I don't want to put that. But I would I would give it to the I would say the. Um... See, this all depends on the Yankees staying healthy. Yeah. If the Yankees can be healthy for the playoffs. They should breeze through. Okay. So, Cardinals, mm-hmm. Yanks. I'm gonna go. Fuck, man, this is tough. I'm not gonna write this down or stick to no. anything. This is just fun banter. This, yeah, I'm gonna go White Sox. White I, Sox winning it all. Oh, I really, I, I would really, really love I, that. And and you're gonna love this matchup, White Sox Padres. Oh my god! Talk about talk about Pepper needs new shorts. Talk about a fucking matchup sorry, of the I century, peaked. Sorry, dude. I peaked, but I had to do it. Did we get a text? No, but she's she's just texted me, and I mean, I got the the news alert anyways. Francisco Lindor did sign a new deal. They finally came to terms. Ten year, three hundred forty one million. <laughs> so they kind of meet in the middle on pricing, but the now year I stayed the change. same. No, I want to change this. But now you want to change it? Nope, I'm sticking with it. I'm sticking with it. The Mets will miss by a little bit, but next year. So they they different story. That's I mean, because he wanted twelve years, three eighty. They offered him ten years, three twenty, and they they even out at ten years, three forty. 
I mean, I think it's a fair deal. Oh, absolutely. He wanted a little more security on the back end of his deal. Yeah, because that would have the the twelve year would have put him into his age thirty nine season, so it probably would have been his last season. That's the, real deep. That's real deep. That's so real age deep. age thirty seven. But that doesn't season. happen anymore. Those contracts don't happen. Not not. They're giving it, these. They're giving these instead of waiting like they did for Tashira A Rod and a lot of these other guys. Or you know, in the early two thousands and stuff like that. Where they would wait for them to be at their prime and then give them a super long uh, extension, long one that goes pa- way past their prime. They're paying them early mm-hmm. and just hoping they put paying out. Yep. You know, and you're not seeing Pujols con- contracts no more. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, that honestly, he might be the reason why you don't see it anymore. But I mean, if you look at his numbers, he's he still consistent. Performs well. Yeah, it's not it's not MVP caliber Pujols, no, but, but he's that, there. But that's he's the fucking problem. Yeah. When you sign him, when you sign him. Do you want to know what Cheese said? The answer was what candlestick. <laughs> <laughs> but he said that in the group. Yeah. Okay, he's fucking around then. No, absolutely. I I mean, he had just texted me five minutes earlier asking if I wanted to frag, and I had to tell him I was on the podcast. So. So without further ado, let's move on to NFL then. Yep, we got uh, a little bit of signing, some tradings. Uh, to start off, the Raiders sign offensive lineman Colton Miller to a three-year, $54 million extension. Colton Miller comes from where? I don't know what college he was out of. Wait, he was in college? What team was, was he on he was with? No, yeah, he was with the team before. He was with the Raiders before. Yeah, we drafted him. I'm tripping. It's, it's an extension. Okay. Good. Yeah, I mean, the, the, don't we have saw any, we, you got rid of the rest of the offensive line. Yeah, we gotta we gotta pay somebody. Uh, the Ravens sign a wide receiver. They get Sammy Watkins. I don't think that's really much of an upgrade over there for Baltimore. Their receivers, I didn't like. There's there were better receivers out there. They could have went and tried to get. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the hole there, right? You know, bunch of guys over there. Marquise Hollywood Brown hasn't worked out. Uh, they had they had John Brown over there. No, before he went to the Buffalo Bills. No, who did they have? Who was the other? Th- Willie Sneed was there for Willie a little Sneed. bit. Oh yeah, Willie Sneed. Yeah, and he he really didn't pan out all that. So I mean, I think Sammy Watkins is an upgraded. I think he's an upgrade over what they got, but that's not saying much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. You kind of need a he's guy. He's better than you, their number two that they have now, but their number two really they have could, now is You nobody. really could use like a guy like Antonio Brown. Yeah. And I know that's you could say that for any team, but like a guy who's who who can has great feet work, you know, just awesome hands, catches everything. Mm-hmm. You need that guy to be a safety blanket for Lamar Jackson because he doesn't have it. Yeah. So like tough passes Nelson, and, and Nelson and, Aguilar. I don't know. Uh, I mean, what if if it's the same Aguilar they got from the Raiders last year? Then I would say yeah. I think I think that was purely based on because Game the play. the way Game no design. I think that's I think that's because the way Derek Carr throws and and uh, runs the and the Raiders run an offense yeah. it fits the system for him. True. Uh, Arizona went out inside Malcolm Butler, former Super Bowl uh, savior. Another another addition to the defense, which the they Cardinals. needed, which they absolutely needed. They're going to have to to compete in that yeah. division. That's for sure. Uh, Seattle has locked up Tyler Lockett for a four year, sixty nine million dollar extension. Nice. Yeah, good for them. I mean, they should be focusing on making 
Russell Wilson as happy as possible. Yeah. And if this is something that he really wanted them to focus on, then by all means. Good shit. Uh, Then the big trades that kind of happened, the (sighs) Dolphins traded their third pick in in this year's draft to San Francisco for the 12th, a third round uh, this year, and then a first round in 2022 and 2023. So they're going to have a first round, or two first rounds next year and the year after, which is going to be crazy. And then the and then the Eagles traded their sixth and their 156 pick from this year's draft to the to Miami for the twelfth that they got from the Niners and a, the 123rd and the 2022 first. Mm-hmm. So they lose one of those 2022 first. So. And then we, I believe we have a question based upon this, right? We do. Why don't, uh, we, why don't uh, we do that? Because I'm going to so it, go It's going to go all, it. all yeah. together. Trapdoor Groupie asks, if the 49ers make the playoffs, who will be the quarterback helming it, Jimmy G or whoever that number three pick is? First of all, I don't think the Niners are making the playoffs. I, I still have a ton of faith in the Niners, I think. And I haven't really looked at it, but like... Me thinking about this upcoming season, I think they'll make the playoffs. Okay. I think they come back. I don't think I think Seattle is a bigger issue, but we'll talk about that when we do NFL predictions. Yep. Um for now we're gonna talk about this because this is the this is the idea, right? You move up to three. You move up to three in this because the draft class, right? Mm-hmm. This is the only time because what the Experts are saying, and I don't watch a lot of college football, so I don't know. What the experts are saying is that this year is quarterback heavy. ton of quarterback talent in this one. In the coming years, you're not going to have it. Yeah. So at the point right now where the 49ers are, and we've seen it's been back and forth with Jimmy G. He's not healthy. He's played good at times, but not exactly what they need. The rest of the talent on the team, they're trying to get by, and if they want to make it back to the Super Bowl... They need to get by. They need to get a quarterback. They get by with now. Yeah. So whether it's so they ha- at this point they had to move up. They have to secure a good quarterback in this draft, and they have to win with whoever's gonna be it. You know, they're gonna go into the season and they're gonna say Jimmy G's the quarterback, unless they see something else from whatever whoever they draft. And if Jimmy G's not healthy, best believe that man's gonna be right back up. Oh yeah. The whole idea is this is a safety blanket. And the Dolphins, I think they did it. At first, I was like, Why are they moving oh, so far back? so dry. Why are the Dolphins doing what they're doing? Yeah. Because they, they're not quite there yet with the talent they have on their team. We've seen them get rid of guys. I don't trust the Tua move and not keeping Fitzpatrick and this and that. They're obviously buying into Tua as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it would have stayed at three. I, well, they would have done a whole bunch of different things, but that's not the issue. But them going back and then training with the Eagles to go back up to six. So they must have knew that that was in the bag where they can go I was back gonna up say, they and must get have, another first-round talent. They must they have just, been in talks with the Eagles before they were in talks with the and all they all the, they just needed to know that they knew that there was a market out there for that third pick, uh, that third pick for somebody who wants a quarterback in the Niners and that they can get whoever they need further down. Yeah. And I think it was a great strategy and probably one of the smartest draft moves I've seen in a while that I've actually took notice of. I know, thought it was brilliant. I, I thought it was yeah. a very good job. Yeah. And the Eagles, I mean, what are the Eagles getting? They're, they're getting the 12th, 12th pick. 12th pick in the first round this year? Yes. And then what else? What they're else getting a 2022 first round. And then uh, a 
I think I think 123rd would be like a third or fourth rounder. And what did they give up? They gave up their sixth their sixth pick and then the 156, so uh, a third or a fourth. Yeah, I mean, and I I think for the Eagles at the spot they're at, that that extra 20 next year's first round pick is very very lucrative for them. Yeah. To help having an extra pick in a first round is gonna be great for them to have talent. Right now they're gonna get they're gonna gonna get, get along decently. I mean I don't. And think I think gonna... I think getting it from Miami too, who I don't see them being a powerhouse in that division, not winning very many games, is good for them because that's just gonna be a higher stock for them. the The more games they lose, the better the pick the pick is, that first round pick is. Yeah, yeah, so, for sure. So that I mean. I, I the only thing that troubles me is the Eagles moving back, but like you said, for Miami, that must mean they ha- they think they can get their whatever guy they lower. need. The, at the the point is, is that a third round pick, anything in the top five, is a a team needs a quarterback this year. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's, that's what that pick is for. So they identify that they're not going after a quarterback. Who can we screw over? Who can we screw over? And we also have to look at this, Jimmy G. Um, Jimmy G's contract's up after this year. Yeah, oh, absolutely. So, <clears throat> basically, you're saying, like, look, win and we'll reward you. Or... Don't win and we got your replacement. Yeah. And, I mean, and we've seen where it could go on both ends of that. We've seen Aaron Rodgers put up an MVP season after mm-hmm. they after the Green Bay Packers moved up to get Jordan Love. Yep. So... So, the answer to Trapdoor's <laughs> groupie's question is, it depends. Yeah, <laughs> so let's let's look at it this way. Super biased. If I were to say that the 49ers, because it was make it to the playoffs, yeah, if the 49ers make it to the playoffs, they'll make to the, they'll make it to the playoffs with a healthy Jimmy G. Okay, I, I will be straight up honest with that. So, uh, like, I don't care how good Shanahan's offense is, and I know it's uh, plug and play for most quarterbacks. We've seen, you know, uh, Cole Cook. Who are you trying to? What team? B. Beat hard. Cole Beat hard. What's his name? C. J. Beathard. C. J. Beat hard. Uh, we see C. J. Beat hard perform well in his system. Yeah. So it could, you know, obviously he's not a good quarterback by any standards, but obviously, but like at the point where it, I think it's got a lot of little intricate pieces in Shanahan's offense, and a rookie's not going to be able to pick that up. Especially with a guy who has only played maybe two full, maybe unless, two full seasons with yeah. the team without Unle- being injured, unless they're like full on whoever they draft, they're like this is gonna be our guy. Then it's gonna be Jimmy G that leads them to the playoffs. Yeah. Um. Strahan, let's talk about Michael Strahan. I think it's a prank. I think it's. I think it's a bit. I don't think he got his teeth fixed. So. I think on April. I think tomorrow he's gonna reveal that it was all April. Where does it start from? Because I don't even know. It was just uh, yesterday. (coughs) Yesterday he posted from his Twitter a video of him going to a dentist and getting his gap fixed. Did he like edit it? Did they show his teeth with it fixed? They showed. They showed his teeth fixed. I think it's fixed then. But two years ago, or two years ago, or last year, or something like that, Anthony Davis. Uh, posted a, a video of him shaving off his unibrow. Big turns baby. Out, turns out on, on April 1st, he didn't actually shave his unibrow. It was an April Fool's prank. Well, 
I really not, don't have much I'm to say sold. on that. Um, I'm not sold. I don't think Michael Strahan's very funny. I don't know how he finessed his way into being, being the Good GMA guy. Yeah. But, um, you know... I wish, because people I wish like I to fucking Facebook, laugh at his gap. I wish the Facebook memory would come up that I posted. Because I remember doing a bit about... Oh, that's right. I saw an ad. I saw an ad and it was for like putting diamonds like... On your teeth? On your teeth. And it was like... It looked like what would be on the end of like a really small bracelet. Like three diamonds in, in, uh, in smaller and smaller increments. Um, or like an earring. And it was in the middle of the tooth. And I mm-hmm. said something to the sort of, damn, you could fit hell of those in Michael Strahan's mouth or something <laughs> like that on Facebook. That was a that was an old Facebook thing. Like when I used to just post random just, memes. Yeah, of course. I, well, I didn't know how to make memes, so I would just post pictures and then say what I thought would be a meme. Yep, so Good that's times. that. Uh, okay. That's that. Last bit of news here for the NFL. Uh, they extended their season. It is no longer a 16-game season. It is now 17 games. games. Yes. We will never get 8-8 eight and eight ever again, and I'm upset. Uh, and the final game, they're calling it, or the 17th game, wherever they add this, they're calling it a showcase game. So you will play an opposite division, and based off of last year's standings, you will play the corresponding team in that division. Yes. So that's, at least that's, you know. It's interesting. It's nice to be like, okay, so you're adding an extra game and it's going to be, you know, the Chiefs versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. I really don't give a fuck. It, it should be a nice game. It should be yeah somewhat. Interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, it sucks and a lot of players are coming out and voicing their opinions on it. But they've just voted on this. This just got passed by the PA and their deal and their dealings with the NFL, the yeah. league. So, I mean, y- I, I th- you got to lay in the bed you did. So, I think paying... more of the implication cuz we like okay, it's an extra game for us. It's from the fantasy football aspect of it. So, let's put on our let's put on our uh, points I, and doing stats. Okay, get your thing out. So, so they're getting paid and it's 117th of their salary um for their for their whole year salary. One seventeenth percentile increase. So basically, and one more game check increase, and it's only a bonus. So it will not affect their contracts. Uh, well, no, it won't affect the team's um, cap. Yeah, yeah, oh, salary okay. cap. Nice. So uh, now we can go. Now we can put on our points and doings hat. Yep. How does this affect fantasy football? Uh. Because now, now I feel like. Do, are these games going to matter a little bit more because it is a showcase game? <laughs> well, it all depends, I I believe. I believe. Sorry about that. Uh, I, I forgot I was actually... Shout out, shout I, out I, Gary. I accidentally pushed mute. I My bad. Yeah, I, that's what he did. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out Gary. Shout um, out So, it depends where they place this game. Straight up. Because if they place this game at the end... It, it I know this year it's placed at the end. All of it is happening in week 17. They've said that for sure? Yes. That this game will happen in the end? Yes. Well, I mean, it's... I, I don't... I don't really know how it affects. You know? Well, it's an, extra, still... it's an extra week because now... Well, it, you can. I assume you can make your fantasy football league an extra week longer now. 
It will just go in, so it'll just go in for that'll be the championship week. Yeah. So or uh, do so you, I guess said, it will. I guess it will affect. Yeah. Because I'm thinking uh, because like, we can now early look at the schedule and 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 go based off of that and yes. try and project the playoff because you're tra- you're you're trying to project who's going to be in the playoffs who's not going to be starting their starters exactly if if it's you know let's say it's two because it's based off of last season let's say the Chiefs are playing the NFC South which is the Saints and the Bucks and stuff like that so we know. That the Chiefs, um, are let's be honest, they're probably gonna walk right through, of course. and they're probably gonna be, cl- like, clinched in for the for their, wherever they're at by yeah. that. But seating, are they gonna, but are seating they, and stuff. Yeah, are they gonna? Is it gonna come down to seating? Are they gonna rest their guys, even though this is considered a showcase game? You know, this sucks because when I do fantasy football, I don't really look at this this too much, anyways. Because no. I think if you overanalyze it. You overanalyze everything, and that's not how you really win. Or do they not make it to where you can extend it, and now week sixteen is the final week of the season? Of or like it, like it. Some some leagues finish in week fifteen to avoid that uh, people people resting in the championship for week sixteen or whatever. Now you can make it week sixteen. I mean, I think you can make. You it, I, th- the... I think you can make it whatever week you want. Yeah, for probably. A fantasy league. Probably. Uh, I believe you can make it whatever week you want. So I mean, it doesn't really matter. Do you, you know? Do we think that we should include that? I think that'll be up to leagues to talk about. And I think the you know, I I, I think we give out good fantasy advice player wise, but like for league wise, we're not exactly the best. That'll there be may a good be a bigger. There may be a bigger show, a bigger show out there that. We'll give an answer about this, and then I'll come regurgitate it to you guys. Yep. How's Um, that sound? Sounds good. I I like the the extra week of football, though. I love love football. I love football, dude. Yeah, I got to get more weeks in. So does this also push this? That would push everything back a week, right? Which would then push the Super Bowl to... February 8th? Is that Feb- I thought it was on the sixth, wasn't it? Well, it all depends. It's the first. It's the first Sunday in February. So that for for twenty twenty one, that was the seventh, which would push it to the following, which is Valentine's Day, which is a three day weekend because the next day is President's Day. D- all depends. Fucking all depends. You got let's let's look ahead to twenty. Are we still doing Super Wildcard Weekend? All it all depends. True. Yeah, because because. Let's see. First weekend would be the sixth again, so that would oh President's Day is the fucking twenty first. Yeah. No, you're off. Fuck, man, that yeah. sucks. I was I'm just lobbying for a three day weekend Super Bowl weekend. Yeah, you know, just gotta take it easy, pal. <laughs> Got excited. Can't get all that hammered. Yeah, big big drunk guy on Super Bowl over yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. You are not me. <laughs> no, no. Sober as a bird on the Super Bowl. Yeah. Fucking A. Alright, let's get into the movie talk then. Yes, sir. Uh, we're going to start off with not a movie. Yeah. Rick and Morty, man. We got a teaser, and we get the announcement that season five is going to re- release on June 20th. So, one of the things I want to talk about, because I watched the trailer, and there's just... There's nothing on Evil Morty. 
And I was I was hoping at some point they would return back to the timeline. Do now. you think they're ever going to? I don't think they will. I would love for them to because it was such a good... It was now, so intriguing. Now that I see this and if I watch this season and they don't go back to that timeline, to that storyline... They never will. I, I think the, the... Well, I don't think they'll make it an overarching thing. They'll they'll do like a quick... They might do a, like a one episode about it. Yeah. About what the fuck's happening with this and then just like completely... Like, our Rick, the you know C one thirty seven Earth Rick, then comes and just fucks it like fucks him up and makes yeah. it like and he's like that was easy. Why the <laughs> you guys were looking forward to that battle or something? Some you know super meta, super super self aware, self aware joke or something like that. Yeah. But but I'm excited. I we love Rick and Morty over here. And, Absolutely love and, it. So finally getting season five. Very excited. I'm glad that they're starting to get on a regular basis with these, with these, with the show because it could be the next big adult cartoon. Yeah. I mean, I think it, in a way it already is. It's got a cult following like no other. Yeah. The people who love this love it love. more than you know the South South Park people, which I am, and you know Family, family Guy, Guy people and all that, which is I'm more of. Not more than the Simpsons people. Simpsons. Those people are, people are fucking crazy. Yeah. And those I, people are I've fucking tried, nuts. I've tried to get into the Simpsons. I love I, the Simpsons. I just can't do it's it. It's good, but what these people do is absolutely ridiculous. I just can't do it because you know, like you I missed the boat. Look, you yeah, were just too young. Too young. To we missed the boat. And I think you have to get into it, like, I think you have to get into it young, too. Yeah. Because I, try, I tried going back and watching the first season, and I'm just like, this this just drags. Absolutely drags. Yeah, I don't think it's all, I don't think it's as funny. I mean, I in my in my eyes, South Park is... Peak. Like, South Park is the eye, uh, like, because a lot of these shows get into, whether it's social commentary or reference humor, right? Mm. And I think, I think... Rick and Morty is the epitome of reference humor. I think it has the best of it. And I think South Park has the best social commentary, social commentary. comedy. Yeah. Period. True. Uh, Mortal Kombat got pushed back a week, was supposed to release on April 19th, now gets pushed to April 23rd. I mean, I'm not... People were upset because they said it was it was to allow time for Kong and or Godzilla vs. Kong to make as much money as it can. Which makes I sense. Mean, what they're trying to do whatever they can. Yeah. Uh, Black Adam got a release date. This is set to release July of twenty twenty two. Yeah, and you said Black Adam was a villain. Black Adam is. That's a... not what I read. What did you read? That he was like an anti hero. Oh, okay. I'm not big in DC lore, so I assumed well, he was a just villain. Lie to me. Well, when when they're saying that what's his Pierce Brosnan is coming in to play a hero, you assume. That the, that Black oh. Adam is a villain. Oh. It's not like Deadpool is fighting heroes. Deadpool is, or Wolverine yeah, is fighting can, heroes. The heroes could join up and team up. Okay. Yeah. True. I didn't think. I I just figured figured it was an opposition thing. Whatever. Bo Burnham is set to play Larry Bird in a Showtime Lakers series on HBO Max. Yeah, I really don't. I don't really care, but I just the thought Good of Bo, Bo Burnham. The thought of Bo Burnham playing Larry Bird was I miss a little his comedy. bit funny. I mean, the guy, the guy is the uber He's talented, hysterical. uber talented. So whatever, uh, if this is what he wants to do now. Yeah. Uh, today they announced that <coughs> Knives Out two and three will release to Netflix. Netflix bought them for four hundred and fifty million dollars. That's a big fucking chunk of change. That, that's a lot, and the sequels are going to be. 
they're gonna follow Daniel Craig's character. Yeah. And it's gonna be different mysteries, basically. Yeah, for sure. I, Which I'm, I'm all in. I think it's awesome. You get a good, you get a good cast of characters around him. He's fucking golden. You know, and I, I want to get into it just a little bit because I think this is the best move right now. Because you know, for a long time there, it was buy up any documentary story about everything, and a lot of them now, like they're just doing way too much. It doesn't. We talked about like the Cecil, how I stopped oh, watching it God. and all this stuff. And it just drags on. Not every mystery story needs, needs a... to be, needs to be told if it's not done from an interesting point of view. Yeah. So I think having a mystery in a movie sense where we know it's good acting and it's going to be good screenwriting and shit like that. We know the story is going to be good. It's, I think the turn that needs to happen to get people like, okay, we need to start making actual good documentaries. If we want to keep doing like, Crime docs and all this stuff. Yep. For sure. And then, speaking of mystery movies, we have one, a new trailer that came out for a movie called Zola. This is an A24 movie. at Zola. Oh, at Zola. Sorry, I didn't realize that the ad had to be in there. So the movie is... It's, it's based off a viral tweet from 2015. That was basically Don't know a, the viral tweet. I don't remember it either. Because I was trying to, like... I was watching the trailer going, okay, do I remember this? Like, reading about this? I don't remember it. It's all. about uh, an African-American woman and a, uh, you know... White girl. A fake one. A white, a fake yeah. white girl trying to act like one. Uh, they're strippers or whatever, or I, I don't it know. Seems like, it seems like they move, move, they barely meet each other, they move to Miami to become strippers, and then the white girl goes crazy and gets them, it seems like, into prostitution like, and m- getting pimped out. Reminds shit. me, it gave me like uh, a mix between War Dogs and Magic Mike. Super, super much, you know? I see the War Dogs. I see the War Dogs. I've never watched Magic Mike, so I can't talk on, speak on that. You should watch it. It's a good movie. Yeah, they keep, don't even like you show keep penis, saying, dude. You keep they don't even that. like show penis. You just want me to watch Men It's a good a movie. Just like Brokeback Mountain is a good movie. Never seen Brokeback Mountain. I can't deal with you. This is the same fucking guy with Cherry. This is the same guy. I'm pointing at him now. So he knows. <laughs> Done with this. You're homophobic. <laughs> That's his fucking problem is he's a homophobe. I'm not homophobic. Yeah. I'm not homophobic. Don't, then no watch problem. Magic Mike. No, I don't want to watch Magic Watch Mike. Brokeback Mountain. Nah, I'm cool. <laughs> I watch Brokeback Mountain anytime Donnie comes over. I remember you and Donnie. I remember we were watching the MTV Music Awards. Or MTV Movie Awards, and they gave Best Kiss to Jake Gyllenhaal, and you you broke the TV. <laughs> you were so mad. I I, was... I didn't understand at the time what you were doing <laughs> at age eight. Yeah, yeah. What at how age old, eight? How old would I be at when he won that? At age eight, I believe. At age eight, when did Brokeback Mountain come out, Travis? I've never seen the movie. I bet you I get closer. Two thousand and six. 2002 is my guess. Broke back mountain. Oh, 2005. I, I was, thought it was a lot earlier. Yeah. All right. So I was six. I was six, <laughs> six years old. Breaking and you were TVs. pissed. And you broke the TV. I remember it. Clear as day. Clear as day. Good yeah. times. Yeah. I was also a big fan of when uh, Justin Timberlake tore off. Uh, who was it? J- um, Janet Jackson. J- Janet Jackson. Uh, yeah. I was like, now this is television. Yeah. Yeah. I'm tired of you. <laughs> Fucking tired of you. Yeah. 
Throw it on me. Yeah, just like Travis. And on the day, (laughs) and on the day we talk about women's basketball, we talk about them all the time. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Um, We got another trailer this time for an animated series. This is the Bad Batch series coming to Disney Plus on May the fourth. Um. Yeah. So real quick, the trailer looks like one of the issues we had is in the limited run that we had for the final season of Clone Wars. They introduced the Bad Batch. Had a couple series. A couple, I think episodes. it was four episodes following yeah. them, yeah. and we we're kind of like, uh, the bits running out of like these are their their quirks and shit, and and I get it, it's cool watching them fuck shit up, but we need like a story. So it looks like there's gonna be something with a young boy, and the uh, Empire is gonna be after him in this one. So I, uh, you know, I'm of course I'm excited to see it. Um, I still need to get through, go watch, um, uh. What's the one after Clone Wars? Rebels. Rebels. I still need to watch Rebels before it, you know, it gets too late with all the shit that they're putting well, on this, us. You know what I, I'm saying? I think I think Rebels is a different time period. It's like, after. It's going to take place after this series or or during. I think I think it takes place after this series. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, but I'm just saying, like, you want Bad Batch it. is coming out. We're coming out with all these shows Kenobi and shit like comes that. Out. Yeah, there's a I, lot I, of a lot the, of stuff. It's the out. only hole in my Star Wars. Movie canon knowledge. Yeah, you know, I'm not gonna mention the books that are canon. I know quite, I know a bit from them, but I've never read all of them, so it's real rough. But I know quite a bit, and that's the only hole is the is the rebels. Yeah, canon. So I'm I I like the that's why uh, I say too late. The animation of it too looks fucking beautiful. I think it's gonna be a bad batch. Yeah, I think it's I think it's gonna look fucking fantastic. I think they are gonna wear out on these bits though of of the Bad Batch in each episode, so I'm not really excited for that. But I think it, I think it, it it's it's good enough to fill my Star Wars need until uh, Kenobi comes out. And we got Marvel series, so yep. you know it's just a little extra. Uh, got a trailer for Spiral: The Book of Saw, which is coming to theaters May fourteenth. This looks fucking great. Uh. I'm not. I'm not gonna say it, it could. Could go it could go way. either way? Uh, I, I mean, you know, I'm excited to see it's executive produced by Chris Rock. This is a project that he's backed it. He wants to give his take mm-hmm. on the Saw series and kind of revisit. So it'll be interesting how it ties in. I watched the first Saw a couple weeks ago, so I might bust through the rest of these episodes. Uh, you know, or the rest of these movies, movies. just to kind of touch base. Before we end up getting to that, I, I, you know, Jordan Peele does a great job uh, with, you know, coming from comedy background to and horror. So can be done, yeah. obviously. I'm excited to see it. You know, I, at what point do we go, it's enough from the Saw franchise? I don't know. I think they should have, the, if I had to flip, if I had to choose between... The last one wasn't great. If I had to choose between this one or Jigsaw, I would much rather have gotten this one. Well, let's save it for when we watch the movie. Uh, but I do agree that Jigsaw was not great. Not very good at all. Not great. And I and I can't really remember it because I'm just trying to think of all of them. But from what I remember, it's not great. And by the way, the, the partner cop or whatever, every time I've seen him in a movie or show, he's played a... Uh, under undercover bad guy he's probably prime he right now in my mind prime suspect number one for who's doing everything we'll see so uh got another trailer for the movie the wrath of man this is starring jason statham 
There's the next Guy Ritchie movie. This releases May 7th. Interesting, action-packed, Jason Statham. Jason Statham is just Jason Statham. I like a... I like the the concept of the story though of of him. him... It's an avenge. It's an avenge movie. Revenge. Yeah, revenge movie. movie. Yeah, you know I I you know it's it's kind of the suspension suspension of disbelief that be like he's this badass now is doing all this shit that most of the nobody. movie and was nothing before. Who's a nobody before? Uh, uh, but why aren't you laughing? I'm doing the eyes thing for our non-visual podcast. Oh, okay. Because uh, I know what I said. I, there was a reason I said it. Yeah. Um. So, but, I mean, it's going to be Jason Statham doing Jason Statham, so I'm not worried about it. Uh, trailer for a new Netflix movie, Stowaway. This releases April 22nd. This is Anna Kendrick, Tony Collette on a uh, spaceship. So this one seems interesting because, you know, I, th- I think the main purpose of this movie is... So there's, you know, they're going on a two-year ex- excursion to, to Mars. Mars. They're trying, you know, their scientists are trying to figure out if we can live on Mars. They're doing big things. Some mechanic on the thing accidentally stays on as they shoot up. Yeah. And the main issue that they're saying is that there's something wrong with the air, so only three of us are going to be able to survive. Only three can survive. So Amy Adams is going to be Tony fighting. Collette. Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick, excuse me. I was like, Amy Adams isn't in this one. Uh, who's Amy Adams? Amy Adams is uh, Superman's girlfriend. I always get them confused. That's my bad. Um, Anna Kendrick's going to be on this guy's side. Like, we don't kill people. Like, we need to just try and hope. Hopefully this works out. This mission yeah. works out. Uh, Tony Collette obviously going to be on the other side of this thing. And it's going to be the dichotomy of man. What, what do you do? In a situation in I, space, I I kind I'm kind of looking forward to this movie. It'll I, be good. I, I think it'll be pretty good. I, yeah, I don't think it's gonna be a bad movie. I I basically already know what the plot is, but yeah, you know it is what it is. There there's gonna be, I would say, very little surprise in this movie. I would agree. I was gonna say none, but they have to figure out like there's gonna be one little surprise that they do that gets you know, that gets to the ending and the resolution of the issue. But other than that, we know what's happening. And then the biggest trailer to drop this past week, The Suicide Squad, set to release August 6th of this year. I mean, we talked about it before and stuff and how awesome it looks and the idea of it. I think this goes to show and back it up. Like, this looks pretty awesome and shit like this. I can't fucking wait. How does this fit into the DCEU? No fucking idea. Nope. Seems off the wall, you know. I'm just going to keep enjoying these movies as movies. Yeah, Look, I'm not, uh, not going to dive deep into it being a full fucking universe like we do with Marvel. I was going to try and stuff, and it's just it's just so far out, uh, out and I already know it's coming at some point. We like, can only do so much as fans. We if, can only the, do so much. If the fucking directors and the president of DC <sighs> and all that shit can't get their shit together, how are we expected to, to enjoy it as a well pieced together and especially for something i don't like that much no (laughs) which i mean black uh black adam's actor the rock has said has said that he wants the snyder universe so he said that yeah he came out and was was actively i mean that's what we said last week yeah is, why are they? Zack why are they seems keep... to have a real handle on this, and he can work because the Suicide Squad looks great right now. Yeah. So just have him 
work together. Zack Snyder and James Gunn get those guys together and fucking do this universe. I mean, if you want, if you want people to get excited and actually get into the universe, those are probably the two best. Unless you can go out and grab the Russo brothers somehow. Those are the best, the next best two but to start again, your universe. I just, uh, I mean, I just don't think it. I, I don't think it fits. Their styles are so, are so imprinted in Marvel. James Gunn, not that much. I know he did the Guardians of the Galaxy and stuff, mm-hmm. but like that kind of, and that brought its own flair. But that was Guardians, and this Suicide seems similar, but it's got its own flair too. Yeah, like the Russo brothers. To bring them in and say, like, all right, we want you guys to kind of build what you did over there. I think the Russo brothers only have that. Oh, absolutely. Until proven otherwise. I mean, I they did comedy. I know they did, uh, what's that show? Arrested Development or mm-hmm. whatever. And uh, I, I know they can do that. But the other action movies they've been a part of all have very similar bi- vibes. And the last thing you want to do is make something that feels like Captain America Civil War. And, and then have everybody go to the theater and be like, they just rip off Civil War? Yeah, pretty much. You know, uh, I, I like what Zack Snyder did because it feels like feels like nothing Marvel it has feels, ever done. Yeah, it feels different. I mean, it's like... And even, what, even like you said, with what James Gunn is doing with, with Suicide Squad... There's hints feels, in there. It, 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 there's it, hints, but it, but it still different. feels a lot different feels than different. what we got from Guardians. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about, and especially too, we got Robert Pattinson's Batman coming up, and we have Joker that just came out. Like, I know that's not technically part of DCU or whatever, but if you wanted to use, uh, you know, start dipping into the alternate universes, and like, you can clean up in this Batman stuff. Like, this new Batman movie with Robert Pattinson feels like that. It's got the same, the trailer at least has a Zack Snyder. You know, just like feel darkness to it, dark, you know, that gritty shit like that. So, and and Joker too, if you want to feed that in, like Mm -hmm. the social justice and and it's all in that same kind of yeah. I mean, the 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 Dark Knight stuff wouldn't fit because that's a different feel entirely. But no, yeah, we're just talking about Deshaun Watson's massage therapist now. Oh, which his count has gone up into the 20s now. He is at 21 allegations. I think it's got to be. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> I think it's got to be. I don't think I'm going to say anything. So do you want to do, do you want to, the question about uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier No, first? let's touch about, let's touch on it when we do, when after we, we, we t- yeah, when we wrap it up or we're talking, while we're talking about this at some point. All right, let me just pull up the synopsis for the episode. This was episode two, just released this past Friday. Uh, we get the introduce, introduction of John Walker, who is going to be the new Captain America, played by Wyatt Russell. I was like, where do I know this guy? Wyatt Russell. Laura goes, that's, uh, what's his name? Kurt uh, Russell's Kurt son. Russell's son. And I'm like, yeah, 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 but I'm speaking specifically, where do I know him from? Goon 2. Okay, I was gonna say yeah. Goon Two. Goon Two. If you haven't seen Goon and which and Goon Two, watch which it. I was reading an article and it was like, oh, they're using nepotism to get Wyatt Russell into Marvel stuff, and I was like, what the fuck is nepotism? When you get like a family member or job or something like that, and you treat them, you treat because, them because because Kurt Russell was ego. I didn't even fucking realize he was Kurt Russell's son. Well, I, I knew Wyatt know. Russell, but yeah. I was like, "That's it's Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn's kid. And I'm yeah. like, what the fuck? Yeah. 
But uh, yeah, that article was fucking bullshit. But the only good thing that came out of it was me thinking, holy shit, making that connection. Yeah. Uh, so we get uh, John Walker introduction. He's on. He's getting <coughs> paraded around the football field. He's on Good Morning America. He's talking about how he wants to live up to Steve Rogers' mantle. He doesn't want to technically, like... I'm good. Uh, he doesn't want to um, be... He doesn't want to take over Captain America. He wants it to still be Steve Rogers' thing. But he wants to be like him, basically. He was a role model to him. Uh, then we go into Bucky and Sam... They, they're, um, going back and forth about how Sam should have kept the shield and how he, you know, it was bullshit. What are you looking at, dude? I was looking at your screen. You think I actually write notes for this shit? Fuck no, baby. I was wondering that because last It's time, real clunky. It's, it's really long and it doesn't flow well. No, it doesn't. Maybe next time I'll write in my notepad. Yeah, there you go. Um... Yeah, so then uh, as they're having this conversation, they decide that uh, Bucky decides he's going to join Falcon to go to Munich where the Flag Smashers are there, led by, we get the name, Carly Morgenthau. Ray Jepsen. Carly Ray Jepsen, Call exactly. Me maybe. Carly Morgenthau, they're stealing medicine. They're stealing that shipment of medicine. Yeah, they're, fr- they're freedom fighters. They're you the know. freedom fighters. We talked about them last week that they, you know, they... They preferred They're the beloved. way they preferred the way things were before the blip. You know, they think they think that those people are treated better, better or whatever. Yeah. And they're just they're just trying to help the unfortunate, you know, who have had to live and whatever. It seems kind of like an off thought, but we don't live in that world. We just live in a racist and prejudiced world. Yeah, we don't live where superheroes are. Yeah. Um, Unless you count Donald J. Trump. <laughs> And that's it. 100th episode. I am resigning. Uh, take back. <laughs> take back, Cease. Uh, that was good. Uh, then we get Bucky and uh, Sam attacking the group. We yep. finally get them working together. Uh, they're getting their ass kicked because it's a bunch of super soldiers. Yeah. Which was uh, pretty cool until Captain America shows up, or fake Captain America, John Walker... And his butt buddy Lamar Hoskins, they show up and they kind of, I don't know, like how they don't would you? Win. They they help them fight, but they don't. But win. they can't. They don't win. No. A lot of people are up in arms about John Walker using a gun. Well, he's not a super soldier. No, he's not. He's just not. But Captain America also used a gun. When did Cap use it? He, I'm pretty sure in the first Avenger he used a gun. I'd have to rewatch the first Avenger. I thought I thought but I saw I don't something recall on him, TikTok. I don't recall him using a gun. I know I know in like in <sighs> Winter Soldier and all those I don't think I ever seen him, but I'm pretty sure like early on when like after he got the soldier, super soldier serum of course, but early well, he on he never fought until he had the serum. Yeah. Early on I think he he shot a gun at least once. Um I just don't think he fought with it, but I, you know, whatever. Okay. John, then John Walker is uh, getting a ride back. They offer it to Bucky and Sam. They voice their opinions about how they don't want to fucking be around him, and how they, you know, 
they they're basically telling him you're not fucking cap dude like i don't care who you are you can put that shield on it doesn't matter like you're not you're not the guy um they go to baltimore bucky and sam go to baltimore this is when they meet uh isaiah bradley who is a veteran of uh the korean war also a super soldier yeah so this is our first glimpse of super soldier well not our first glimpse but kind of letting us know super soldiers have always been around Mm -hmm. like they did it wasn't just on steve they used them for kind of everybody bradley doesn't want to help them getting information about how super soldiers are around because he was imprisoned and experimented by the government and hydra Mm -hmm. um then bucky is arrested for missing his therapy appointment well first first of all uh Sam's harassed. Sam is directly harassed. Oh, by oh the absolutely. Cops the, when, the, him yeah. and Bu- when him and Bucky are in the street. And then when they finally realize who it hey, is. Hey, that's an event. When they finally realize who both of them, them are, they yeah. call it in and then, yeah, arrested for breaking poor probation, which, I mean, good is a real thing. Job, like yeah. like we said, it's a, you know, it's a real fucking down to earth kind of season where regular shit like that happens and yeah. they're getting arrested for it. Uh, but John Walker ends up getting him released. They do a whole scene of Bucky and Sam kind of going through one last thing of therapy, trying to work out their problems. Uh, and Bucky or Sam doesn't want to really give up anything about what's going on in his life. Bucky finally says like, Hey man, like Steve trusted you. He wanted you to have that shield. If, 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 uh, cap wasn't right about you then maybe he's not right about me either and you get a little bit more glimpse into how a lot of inner turmoil yeah how 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 messed up bucky is from from everything that's going on in his life sam also retorts and stuff like that yeah there's a lot to that uh they walk outside bucky bucky and sam talk to john walker again we find we get a little more glimpse into john walker's kind of selfish side where he's kind of like just stay the fuck out of my way basically yeah uh and then they they're talking to each other and they say there's only one guy they could get help from and it's fucking zimo yep that's your episode and they go visit him in prison but they, they just show him in the prison they just show him in the prison so yeah episode three we're gonna get him uh all right so let's first touch on so let me let me let me touch on some of the easter eggs here so uh isaiah um bradley isaiah bradley war hero uh tried to take up the during in some of the comics tried to take up mantle as captain america that's where he got issues pr- because he's african-american yeah you know that's so how th- he got in prison for 30 years was because he stole the the shield and and costume yeah quote unquote stole the shield or whatever yes. you know it's 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 a whole thing and then his grandson that we've seen living at the house with him um during one of the comics uh, gets a blood transfusion with his grandpa, then get that gives him the super soldier strength. He becomes new Captain America in Young Avengers line of comics. So Which they have everybody pretty much lined up in Young Avengers. The Carly Morgenthau person, I believe, is also. I think she turns out to be a <laughs> Young Avenger. Yeah. They have uh, Wanda's kids, uh, Hawkeye. Which is, or Hawkeye's, Hawkeye's daughter, daughter. Mm-hmm. and then Cassie Lang, who so, is Ant Man's daughter. We see that set up. It's going to be really nice. I love the foresight there. Uh, this is a great way to uh, put them in and shit like that. 
Let's talk about let's talk about uh, what's uh, Captain America? What's his John Walker? John Walker. Let's talk about John Walker real quick. Look at my chair, Tyler. Why don't you tell the listeners at home what kind of chair I'm sitting on? He's sitting on a, a chair that has Baby Yoda sitting on top of it. Tyler, do <laughs> he's got a Captain America chair. Tyler, will you tell the people what are on my? He has Captain America joysticks on his PlayStation controller. So obviously, his favorite uh, superhero is Iron Man. <laughs> I mean, that's just blatant. Look, I'm a huge Captain America stan, and um, I don't, I don't understand what they're doing. And I can see at times where they're trying to make this guy a person I'm supposed to feel bad for, like he's just doing his duty, being a Captain America. Look, man, but at the towards the end of the episode, at the beginning, I was mad because look, you're doing this to me, and I love Steve Rogers. As, a, as Captain America as a person. Mm-hmm. Like, what he stands for is what I think an Avenger needs to stand for. If you're going to be Captain America, you need to have Those these moral values. Yeah. This guy obviously doesn't. No. He's an asshole. Yes. He is a straight-up asshole because, look, they set him up this way. High school quarterback, you know, like star typical. quarterback. Star quarterback. U.S. Army, everything to you know, to the nine special forces, you know, high school uh, flame got to be married, hot as hell, perfect family, everything perfect, perfect, perfect. Yeah, you don't have adver- Steve grew up poor in the depression. Steve grew up skinny, got the shit beat out of him. He only had one friend. He grew up hard as fuck. That's where those morals and that and that compass comes in when he actually becomes a super soldier. So I, I saw a TikTok that sum, summed it up perfectly. They have what the government wanted to be as Captain America. Yeah. The they, guy who created Captain America or the, the scientist or whatever that puts a serum in him in First Avenger. You talking about uh, uh, Stark? No, 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 not Stark. The, the other guy. Okay. The the dude the white dude with the glasses. Yeah. Um. He says in the first one, like, the reason we chose you is not because you're a great soldier, but you're a great man, and yeah. that's that's why I think you're going to persevere and be able to get through this. Of Whereas course. on the other end of it with John Walker, he's a I'm sure he's a great soldier. He's a shitty man. He he doesn't have the moral compass. Like you could tell even when he show when he shows up to help. When he shows up to help Sam and, and um, Sam Sam and Bucky, he's not doing it out of the out of the, Nessa, the uh, out of the need to help. No, he's doing it to service what he needs done. He needs to catch these people. He needs to be Captain America. Yeah. I'll come help you. And then he tries to use that to get more information out of Sam and Bucky. They stood next to and fought with the greatest man. That probably ever lived in the Mar- in the MCU. Besides Iron Man, who's right up there, who sacrificed his life but, for everything. But Iron well, Man was a fucking asshole. <laughs> Iron Man was an asshole at the very beginning too. He, but but he he had a he good enough went arc. through in in every single movie. He went through that to gain that that to get to where he was. He he had to realize too at the same time that that you need a little bit of of. To become better than what Steve Rogers was, what Steve Rogers was, you had he needed to take a piece of him. Yeah, you know, and it was and it throughout the movies you see that we could do this all fucking day. But hey, the, hey. <laughs> nice. I didn't even realize I was doing that. Um, Steve, but Steve, 
Steve. <laughs> but <coughs> I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> Just finish it with Steve. My train of thought. But this guy doesn't have it. No. And, and like, and, you know, it shows at the very beginning and in his little fucking partner in crime, I don't know who the fuck he is. Like, Lamar Hoskins. They're just I, what saying, is his fucking name? I want to know. He has a superhero name, too. Battlestar. Yeah, yeah, He says it to Sam. And he Sam, said, like, he, says, he says it to Bucky, and that's what gets Bucky off the car. He's yeah, like, yeah. your name's Battlestar? Yeah. Get me, get me the yeah. fuck off this Jeep. Um... So yeah, I, I don't I don't like them. I I think at some point this and, it's and gonna we, turn. We've seen that at some point they take the shield back or whatever. Yeah. We've seen that, but I mean, take the it's only like five back. episodes here, so gonna be a gonna lot be a short in a turn, little bit. Short turn. Uh, here. The 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 issues between Sam and 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 um, Bucky and Bucky are really really deep. And the what was funny was they were able to get that deep and then still have the quips that I severely love oh, i was great. waiting for it and to get it in this episode was so i was i was like you know when i the get smart i get so fucking happy are just so fucking great <clears throat> i just get so fucking happy like because i I'm, I'm so hyped up for that shit and i love it i mean it right and and the quick transition to from the the quips to the hard-hitting stuff i mean no more than two minutes before bucky drops that line about about you know, feeling like because Sam, because Cap, if Cap, if Cap was wrong about Sam, he's wrong about Bucky. Yeah. They're in a staring contest with each yeah, other. Yeah, they're just digging they're just around. They're just fucking around. Yeah, you want to get closer to my, you're needing my junk. Like, yeah, like, like, the, the way like they're real able to th- do Like that. real dudes do, like me and my friends do. When yeah. We hang out and, and we know there's something serious to talk about. And you we're can... kind of joking around. And then one point somebody goes, you know what? Just time to talk about it. Yeah. Let's do it. And, uh, you know, it's it's really, uh, and this is kind of how I felt this was going to go as soon as we found out that Sam wasn't taking the shield. is like, he, he has his reasons, and we have to understand why he has his reasons. Yeah. And he had to, you know, at some point it takes a little service to know what your government has done and what they were going to do with that shield when you gave it up. Yeah, you can't be that naive to it. And I'm sure he, and I'm sure he wasn't token, that naive to at it. At the same token, if he doesn't, that everybody's just looking at him, expecting to be Captain America. He expected they look him to at be, him the way expected him to be Steve. Yeah, and he's not Steve. He, can't be he Steve. doesn't feel like Steve. He's not. Steve. But you know what? He's more of Steve. He's than, more Steve. Th- than this fucking guy. He's more Steve than John Walker. Yeah, Steve. He's more Steve. So, um, great episode. Great Excited episode. for next week. Yes. This is going to be a long episode. This is going to be very long. Um, nobody, nobody, uh. You want to do nobody first or bad trip? Let's do bad trip first. Okay, bad trip first. Sorry. Bad trip is a Netflix original movie or Netflix bought movie. Yes. Uh, just released. Uh, hidden cameras capture two best friends pulling hilarious and inventive pranks on an unsuspecting public. Uh, directed by. Kitao Sakari, I think that's how you pronounce that. I don't know. It's Eric Andre, Lil Ray Howery, and Tiffany Haddish. Yes. Uh, that I mean, that's so. The idea of this movie is, um, it's bad grandpa Borat esque. It's a prank. You know, they're they're looking to get reactions. Like the Impractical Joker movie. Uh, Eric Andre, I think it's hilarious. Laura Howard's hilarious. Tiffany Haddish is funny. I thought well. I, I thought everybody was <sighs> fucking great in this movie. Um, 
the issue that lies with me in this movie is it's very hard to tell wh- how much of this is an planted. actual prank, how much is planted, how much is it acted out. <clears throat> like I know when things I know when things are, but like at some point it's like those cameras like I remember watching Bad Grandpa and Jackass and some of these public stunts like the camera views aren't great. Aren't They're good. not in the best spots. These ones like, had very good camera seemed, shots. V- everything seems shot super well. But that could that also could just be like I I can't speak for the be- this doesn't go for the bad grandpa, but for like Jackass, just just of course level of quality. Of course, like you're, yeah. you got a lot better quality now. But I, I'm with you. There there were some times when I'm like, how are they getting this shot without like these people going? Why is this fucking camera falling? It now? yeah, it seemed it seemed super duper strange. Yeah. Now the story that they're following too is completely outrageous, and a lot of the stuff like Bad Grandpa and and Borat, like Borat, you can get away with this absolutely ridiculous shit because he pretends to be an immigrant or whatever. Yeah. Um, that or somebody on vacation from a foreign country who doesn't know customs, and he just says, "This is my custom of my country." Yeah. Can easily get away with it. To everybody in this is obviously American. And then, and then Bad Grandpa, you just play the old person card, like, "Oh, I'm fucking just losing." And even it. that, the story is, you know, I, I'm trying to deliver my grandson. He was staying with me and my grandma, or you know, me and my my wife, and she died, and now I got I can't do it on my own. I got to give her back, uh, give her back to my daughter or whatever. This and that, and so like throughout the movie, you're not taken away. Johnny Knoxville also in character, so you're not taking away from the plot. Yeah. Having it just be these two, and like they're they're using fake names and fake things, but everything seems absolutely ridiculous. Tiffany Haddish just steals a cop car that drives it around for the whole movie. Like, what? Like, but uh, it's it's crazy to think that like people actually bought it. Some of the stuff. Was, some like like the, they showed like I don't know if you watched past the credits. Yes. Yeah, yeah, they showed like the people in the coffee shop going. I didn't I, like. She just fucking ripped the she door ripped off. Ripped the that. door off the thing, and one and of the, them was like, "I was thinking she was really strong." Like, I was like, "That's fake." I don't know if that's. Fa- I think people are just that stupid. <laughs> I guess. I mean, uh, I guess in the shock and awe of a moment like that, you could probably, you could most definitely think whatever, and you know, yeah. and that's the whole idea of it. Now, at the same token, where I'm picking apart and pulling this thing, the bits are fucking. There great. are hilarious bits because they are very funny comedians, mm-hmm. and they know how to get uh, reactions. reactions. And they and they they planned it. And they well. li- they didn't they didn't like limit their themselves to oh, do things. Dude, that gorilla the gorilla, the gorilla scene, scene was fucking was my hysterical. Favorite. That was fucking great when they were in the bar and he's just fake throwing up and he's telling the people. I don't need a. I don't need a water. Just get me another well, drink. Somebody just give me another and the drink and stop being la- a pussy. The one well, lady started. Like, Here, take my beer. He was about to grab a, give him his beer <laughs> or her beer, and he just fucking almost fake threw I'm up on her. I'm one of those guys. I know you're one of those guys. <laughs> like, just shut up and give me another drink. Like, I, I mean, just whether fucking, I'm the guy who's drunk or the person just who's handing like the beer, giving a beer, yeah. Just fucking hysterical fucking bitch. It is very thing. funny, but it's like. From a movie, from a movie, movie standpoint, standpoint, it has no net, it, it no need at all to be in a feature length movie. No, I think this, I think this does, I, I think this does wonderful as a show. 
absolutely yeah. wonderful as, as just an old, like an old jackass type show. I think it would be great <laughs> if Netflix would buy it and just let Eric Andre do yeah, it. But, yeah, and if Eric Andre wants to do posts that. His, posts his videos on YouTube and shit about it and yeah. whatever and. <laughs> where he does things like this and you know it's funny so it is what it is what did you give it oh, i gave this one oh, a s- you can hear that in the mic 63 yeah oh 63 that's a little high i really i fucking i couldn't stop laughing during this movie i gave i gave this one a 38 oh god damn which is not to say you know i give like especially comedies like that if they don't work as a movie but they're still funny i mean i can't rate it that good yeah it's not it's not i wouldn't call this a good movie the, the i would call just, it a funny movie yeah the comedy of it just fucking pulled me through this man it's like what's what's down here in this range for me this uh, i said 38 right yeah so like this is right next to kangaroo jack spencer confidential pixels <laughs> it's that same kind of movie right those are all in the same thing they're not very good but they're funny for who was it that asked about what is what are guilty pleasure movies that we like? Was that Trapdoor Groupie? I can't remember. This would go in there, and then also uh, Pixels, because you just brought up Pixels and reminded me. Uh, yeah, Adam Sandler's stupid shit like this and grow like grown ups and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that would definitely goes in that in that. I keep further and further backward. Doing the would go into the that. So, but um, do you have anything else to say about this? No, I mean, I think I think this is perfect for where we're at right now. Like, you guys would enjoy watching this movie. The people out there will fucking put this movie on and just laugh their ass yeah, off. Yeah, especially our fans who love uh, the wrong Missy. Oh my god! Yeah, Dominic Dominic did text me and was like, "You gotta watch this movie." Yeah. No. See, this is right with like Wet Hot American Summer for me. Let's see, what yeah. else do I have around sixties? Yeah. That's funny. American an American pickle. Yeah, sure. Yeah. All right. Well, let's do our next because we got two reviews. Yes. This is going long. Very long. The Rex the 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 Rex one. The Rex one is nobody. So nobody. Hutch Mansell. Yep. Mansell is that how you pronounce it? I forget. Yep. Fails to defend himself or his family when two thieves break into the suburban home one night. The aftermath of the incident soon strikes a match into his long-simmering rage. In a barrage of fists, gunfire, and squealing tires, Hutch must now save his wife and son from a dangerous adversary and ensure that he will never be underestimated again. Uh, I'm not going to even try and pronounce that name who directed it. Uh, Stars Bob Odenkirk. Christopher Lloyd as his grandfather. Didn't even realize Christopher Lloyd was in this movie. I was Doc vi- Brown. I was like, Doc that's Brown. fucking amazing. When I saw Doc Brown, I'm like, oh, I lost it. Marty, Marty, we're, we used to be uh, accountants or what did he call themselves? I don't remember. Um, auditors. There we used is. to be auditors, Marty. Yeah, so um, let's. This movie was pleasantly more surprise, uh, delighting than I thought. This movie was great. It was very fun to watch. Bob Odenkirk, if you guys don't know, is from Saul. Uh, he's Saul from Better Call Saul or Breaking Bad. Um, I like him. I think he's got great chops for whatever he's trying to do, dramatic wise, action wise, comedy wise. 
in the trailer for this, it's mo- you mostly see action. I think we compared this to John Wick. Mm-hmm. There's a ton of little comedy here. A lot of good comedy. In I it. laughed out loud at one point, and nobody was laughing. It was yeah, like me, me, one and of those. me and Haley were sitting there giggling to each other, and I'd look around, and I'd be like, nobody else is laughing. Yeah. What the fuck? The scenes where he's like about to tell a story to the people who are about to die, and yeah. then he just turns around, and they're dead. And they're Hilarious. just dead. Hilarious. Some of the funniest bits. I, and I, that was, this was good because I didn't expect it. Yeah. Uh, right now, off the top of it, I'm gonna give. I want to start giving an award once a year to my 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 um like I had the name for it the other day. I wish I had this. I would have wrote it in. Son it. of a bitch. Um, I think I wanted to like make it my uh, most uh my best surprising movie of the year or so, something of the sort because this, this gave me the feels it. when I watched it of the hunt. Remember when we watched oh, the yeah. hunt? Oh yeah, and we went and in was thinking like, this, this is, is gonna be shit, and then it was <laughs> fucking I was amazing. Like, I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be like stupid commentary bullshit," and it was so fucking funny and, yeah. and exciting and all this other stuff that I did not expect. And they absolutely did a, and captivating. This is when not showing a bunch in the trailer does a ton. And yes. it's super fun. It's not a great movie. Oh, uh, I thought it was great. I think it's really, really, it's really good and it's enjoyable. I wouldn't go great. But uh, yeah, like I, I want to create a name for that. So try and try and brainstorm. I had a good one the other day, but I just can't remember. If you the, try and brainstorm, just call it, it the Hunt Award. Name it after no, its its no, original. No, because then it, this would be the original, and then that would call that, it the nobody. That award. would be a preemptive the Hunt because I didn't have the award. Okay, you can call it the nobody. No, I'm not gonna call it the nobody. Damn, hate to see it. You know, um. But, so, he, Bob Odenkirk, so they set him up as, and I like that in the very beginning, they jump, like, they do a quick time time lapse at the beginning, they don't do any kind of, um, like, um, plot devices, or or different plot devices, or try and, uh, um, what's the fucking word I'm looking for? I don't fucking know. Um... Ex, ex, exhibition ex um oh my god what the fuck is it i think it is ex no exposition exposition i always i always think of um uh his name uh from exhibit no 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 no, no, no. <laughs> from from um austin powers his name is exposition basil Oh, because he, he moves, yeah, the, plot he moves the plot. Yeah. So there's not like any weird exposition points in the beginning of this. They just jump to him day to day. Living in time lapse. It's boring. Blah, blah, blah. Every yeah. day is miserable. Blah, blah, blah. Every day, every day. And they get through that really fast and they get to the point. Because the idea of this is it's not really big. You look at you're here for the thrills. You're here for the laughs. Mm-hmm. And you're here for the action. Yeah. That's all you're here for. Uh, so I, I very much enjoyed that they got through that very quickly. Uh, and it allowed to, you, like you said, to get right to it, to get start getting captivated early, and they hold they hold that captivation throughout the whole movie. Exactly, yeah. They, you know, I, I at a point I was like, wow, they're really not doing the exposition right now. No, it's kind of just picking up, and yeah. then they kind of drop hints, and they, they, you know, they at one point they find out that yeah, Bob Odenkirk's character here, um, the Hutch, like he's not just a normal guy. He used to be what they call auditors for FBI, CIA, this and that. The three letters. Yeah, that's, that's what, what he that's called, what that's what he he calls them the three as. letters. And yeah. he, he says, uh, I'm the guy they call when they can't 
because the they all they have to make arrests somebody. when yeah. you can't arrest somebody. So he comes in, he cleans up. He, like one of he goes into that tattoo parlor mm-hmm. and like everybody's trying to act tough to him. Like like you can't just go flashing money in a fake FBI. And the guy with the Vietnam Vietnam hat, hat. And the old guy calls him out on his, on using his dad's FBI license or whatever. Like. That's expired years ago. Blah blah blah. Probably not. So even so in then the picture. he, but and then it, like his, he sees the tattoo, the, a tattoo on his wrist, and he just goes, "Oh shit!" Like the realization in his eyes, and we don't even know at that point. We know like he's got something else going on with him. We don't really know at that point, and he's just like, "Thank you for your service." Like and then dips, locks the door eighty times. Hilarious little bit. Oh yeah. And then everybody's like, "If that what old, do you need? If that old man like." Is doing that. We know him. Like yeah. he's around here. He knows his shit. Don't fuck with this guy. Yeah. It was cool. Uh, I do like the like. Very quickly, they just show like in his dad's old home folk that he just watches war movies, drinks whiskey, and eats TV dinners. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, it's Doc Doc he's, Brown. He's just Doc Brown. It's just Doc Brown. Yeah. And like, there's a picture of him and then like a little black kid. You know, easy, easy explanation. Yeah. Explanation. And then it's like, okay, it's like, okay. And then he keeps communicating with somebody through this weird radio. And it's like, okay, so that's his brother. That's the brother that's in the the picture. Yeah. yeah, And you know, he comes in the end. It's a family thing. I I thought the, the Russian mobster characters were not over, um, not ever overexposed in this movie real quick. We get what they are. And uh, we get a little humor out of him and shit like out that. Out of him fucking With just belting out stuff. singing. And yeah. yeah, I thought it was fucking great. What did you give it? You're going to be surprised by this. 90s. I gave this movie. I gave it a 90 on the dot. I don't. I fucking I love don't. this movie. The, your, I got so much enjoyment out of this. It's so fucked up. What do you know. have this around? What is it around? Let's see. Let me, I gave, by the way, I, I gave this movie an 82. Okay, so it's not that fucking far off. No, but for your scoring pattern, yeah, for your scoring pattern, this is ridiculous. Let's see. This is obviously Knives Out is close to it. Rise of Skywalker is up there at a ninety-one. Uncut Gems is at a ninety. You have this movie higher than Uncut Gems. It's not the same as as Uncut Gems. Okay, even that statement alone. Yeah, I would say so. No, I got the same level of. Yeah, I would in my in my mind, just mercy. That's a little that's a little tougher. You but just, it's a different kind just, of movie. So you just brace these movies on how much enjoyment you get out of it. It's it's enjoyment, but I also look at it from a movie standpoint. I think you. I don't think you're you're basing it off your enjoyment enough. Yeah, I mean, I've got it. I've got it right here with um. So Death of Stalin is an eighty. His house is an eighty. Space Jam is a seventy nine. Mank is an eighty one. Onward is an 83, Enola Holmes is an 84. You gave Mank an 81, and you did not like watching that movie that much. I, well, uh, I didn't, I didn't, enjoy, I wouldn't say I, I, I didn't say, I wouldn't say I didn't like the movie, um, or didn't like watching that movie. It wasn't something I would watch over and over again, but I do recognize the, the cinema that is in there, the acting, the yeah. movie, the directing and stuff like that, and all the shots for shot shot stuff. That's what brings that movie I up mean, higher. Are you telling me that you didn't enjoy the shot, the, the, uh, practical effects that they used in this movie? I mean, it looked was fucking, okay. I thought it looked fucking great. It was okay. Like I was, I was full on cringing watching these these fight scenes where I'm like, "Fuck that! That fucking hurts." I mean, techniques here and there, it was done decently, you know. 
All right. Yeah, it was it was done decently. It was a good movie and shit like that, you know? Yeah. Well, if I want to knock it down, like, it lacks severely in dialogue, but that's because that's... That's not really heavily reliant on dialogue. But that's because that's not, you know, the, if it's you put dialogue in it, if you put dialogue in it, it, it you know, it odds are it knocks the movie down because it's not going to be well written. Yeah. Right? So, like, having it... But but not have like I can't just be like well it doesn't need that it's still a good movie yeah it's still a good movie but you know th- there's things that we grade these movies on and if it doesn't have a piece it's missing a whole piece like you can't I can't have something in the nineties that doesn't have some of all five pieces right I would say it had some good dialogue to it I wouldn't say it completely lacked dialogue in general yeah it was I mean. The jokes I thought were funny, and that's why I rate it so high, but they're kind of corny jokes and shit like that, but I love that shit. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean... Not very far off on our scores. No, I don't... Comparatively to what your movie scores are and what my movie scores are, sometimes I feel like you just jump all over the place. Oh, I do. I know I jump all over the place. Like, like you're, like... The when we went through and like gave out the uh, how many nineties we have and you're like I have like eight nineties mm-hmm. I have eight movies in the nineties and then this is one of them. This it's is a ridiculous thing yeah. to say, absolutely ridiculous. But you know whatever you know it, the people know that now. So at least you know I make it known at least so they can when they're looking at our scores and they listen to the podcast they can go. Well, that's what I'm going to take from Ty. That's what I'm going to take from Trav, and we can move on with the day. Okay. But why did you say it like that? I don't know what you mean. Why did I say it like that? I just said, okay. What? You said... I said, okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, whatever okay. you fucking say, pal. <laughs> that's what that's what that okay means. <laughs> I mean, if you want to take it like that, <coughs> okay. Stop doing that. Well, that's there's a hundred episodes. A hundred episodes. Hundred episodes. So favorite, I, you know, you know. So this is crazy. So when we're talking about um, our hundred, uh, this is our hundredth episode right now. And last week I realized it when after we recorded and I posted it like, oh, this was number ninety nine, hundred. Next week we should do something big. Maybe I'll post on Facebook like, hey. Send in your voice memos or call my phone, but I don't want to put my phone number out there. Yeah. I mean, I know most people who listen to this podcast already know, me, know it. So they know already know me, so they would just call me and leave a voicemail. And like I felt like being like, you know, say what you want about our hundredth episode. We'll air it on the podcast and we'll talk about it. And then um, I forgot. So <laughs> if that doesn't perfectly sum up this fucking podcast. Yeah. So we really didn't have nothing prepared no. uh for the hundred hundred episode recap and then I looked at the <clears> emails <throat> today and I was like Yeah, that's right. Uh, <coughs> 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 but Johnny Roca Trapped Johnny Roca, right? Trapped Trapped Roca. 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 Same person. Yeah. So uh they said, you know, they wanted to know like what some of our favorite memories from the hundred episodes that we've done so far. And so I thought about it a little bit or, you know, right now I'm going to think about it. <laughs> I was going to say, but Ty, do you have any favorite memories? Okay. The so they, they asked that in, in it specifically, it was, it was 
uh, favorite arguments, bits, or moments. Yeah. I have one of each. One of my favorite arguments was... Derek Carr? No, 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 not that one. The Derek Carr one The dark good, one though. was good. Derek Carr was good. Yeah. But this was back when we were still recording on the kitchen table, and it was when we had... Uh, disagree when we disagreed on what you meant talking about fantasy horror or like uh rebranding horror movies what? and it, 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 i forgot what exactly it was but it was like we were supposed to cut we were supposed to take a folklore or something and turning it turn it into a horror movie and i just took like all disney cha- disney stuff and you were coming up with actual folklore and we just got into an argument about... Was this like a list or something? It was a top ten. Yeah, yeah, Pot, Okay, let's see. It top was like... 10. Let's see. Let me... I know I have my top... That's twenty twenty. Or was this... Was this a top ten? Or was it was a like... top. It was a top ten. Oh, man. Where was it? So there's 2019. Was it 2019? It might have been. No? Because we were, we were doing it at the kitchen table. 2020 let's see oh man i'm trying to i'm, I'm trying, trying to... to find it too i can't fuck it oh stories to turn into horror movies and i was like what, 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 i had what like rumpelstiltskin it? it was there's i don't know exactly what's when. it around uh bad superhero movies great things about super bowl sunday where the two that super bowl sunday was above it things about super oh okay so i got why do i have Ada? Worst superhero movies? So it should be right in between those two. I don't have it here then. I think you did it all off the top of your head. I think it wasn't something you... I think it was something you would like oh, that's, wing. That really sucks. But okay. we, we got into it because like I misunderstood what you had text. And we were just fucking yelling at each other. And then I was so mad at you that we were yelling at each other. You started doing your list and I was just calling you out for shit you were saying in your list. And that was the first time I think we ever went back and actually listened back. Because the argument carried past the podcast. Yeah. Like, the people at home didn't hear me and Travis yelling at each other after the podcast. Yeah. And going back and recording. What was your list? Let me see. I had Rumpelstiltskin, Pinocchio, and Pleasure Island. The Hunchback of Notre Dame was a, was a Quasimodo monster movie. Peter Pan play, going into, like, the Angel of Death thing. Monsters Inc. from the kids' point of view, inside out, but in the mind of a murderer. I, I think I you think remember it, this one. I, I think I was probably super mad because like I had put a ton of work, and you were just like, mine was just bullshit. It's just like you know this Disney movie, just make it horror. And yeah, I, I think I had like written like you would come up with full on plot and good stuff for it. Um, yeah, that one that was fucking hysterical. Just because of how long that I think that was the first time we were ever like go back and check the tape then go back and check the fucking tape and just ever since then we've always done that. <laughs> just good fucking. That's a good one. That was a good fucking argument. Uh, one of my favorite bits had to be another top ten when you did the mascots. <laughs> Both of our mascots. <laughs> that was the Otter best Pops. list. The you Otter did the Pops. full Otter Pops thing. I, I it was the top ten, so I got the five. You and got then, the five, and then and then, an it, and then we just fell apart at at the end there. But going through that was fucking hysterical. And then first episode podcast talking about Netflix veterans and you hitting your head on the ceiling. Those early podcasts, if if some of you haven't gone back and listened, those are raw, just like 
We were just talking about whatever the fuck came to mind. Yeah. Those we, were fucking yeah. funny. Those were some funny-ass podcasts. I was going to say, because, like, one of the funny ones was uh, from from early, early. Um, and it wasn't really funny in the moment. It was more funny afterward. was when I was at Johnny Guzman's house, and I had Donnie and me and him do a podcast. So I, I to- never, I never went and listened to it. So I told, so the whole, the whole thing of how we did it was what I told them, like, hey, let's do it together. We're gonna be at John's drinking. Let's do it. And I said, it's easy. We can all do it from each of our phones. We were still doing anchor calls. And blah blah blah. We were still doing anchor calls. And so I I get there, uh, and and I'm like, all right, well, let's get set up. Donnie's got no headphones, so it's like, what do you like? What like? What do you mean? Yeah, got I got no headphones, or or some I, I can't remember exactly. <clears throat> we or we ended up figuring it out, and then we realized that we all can't stand next to each other because it, yeah, we're just hearing just... so. Like, John was in his garage, and then I went, like, down the street and sat on the sidewalk, and then Donnie, like, went to his car. And I didn't realize it the entire time, but, like, people listened to it afterwards and were like, it's so distracting listening to the episode because all you hear is Donnie Donnie breathing breathing the entire time. Because not only that one, but I think we did, I don't know if we did it before or after, when we had him come on for as a as a, a guest, yeah. and we did like Urban Dictionary stuff, we were talking about Urban Dictionary, and I, that's all I can remember is like people texting me and being like, "Was that Donnie on the podcast?" And He's I go, breathing. "Yeah." And I go, "Why does he breathe so?" He has since had had stuff he's been trying to work on. Is because he had sleep apnea bad. I went to Boston yeah. with him and he couldn't breathe, but. Oh, that was the episode. It was your Boston recap. It was after episode. we got back, because oh he my God. did the Russian ketchup joke to me. Yeah. The Russian ketchup thing was hilarious. Yeah, that but was the name of the. If anybody just, wants to know, that's the name of the. He podcast. was. He just said that to me while we, while I was eating breakfast, hungover, coming home from a long trip. Yeah. In Boston, and for, I'm just trying to get some food in my stomach before we get it on this plane, and he's like, "That looks like Russian ketchup." Oh and that's God. when a girl bleeds or whatever. Yeah. It's like, if you want now to know, I'm not look hungry. it up. Yeah, thanks a lot, you fucking dick. Uh, I mean, so we had, like, whenever we get somebody on, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. John, I think we did... Uh, the first ever Johnny Roca episode was Super Bowl. Was the yeah, Super Bowl that, preview. that was a really good one. Yeah. That was a really good one. I'm trying to... That was in person, too. That I was, was trying to think of things that made me... Laugh out of my chair because I've known I've done it a bunch. Yeah. Um, what was the what was the one joke? Um, both of these brothers. <laughs> what both of these brothers? <laughs> like it still gets them. That one for some reason was fucking great. Oh god! Oh my god! It's it's. <laughs> So funny the continuation of of me being just sexist. Yeah. <laughs> Ever the... since the first time we talked about the female Ghostbusters movie. Oh god. What a good running bit. Oh fuck. Oh man. We've had some good ones. Ah man. 100 episodes. How long would that so each one's what like probably 2 almost 3 hours. That would be a long time to just sit and listen to those back to back. Yeah, no for sure. It, it's it's been it's been a fun fucking time. It has been. That's been you know. Oh what is oh that I was thought about other... rebranding. Do you want to rebrand? 
Yeah, get me the fuck off this podcast. Bring well, in a different I'm co-host. A, uh, I'm oh. going to double down. I was thinking about rebranding this to the Gundy Brothers podcast. Shit. Oh, so no more Trapdoor to Hell? I don't know. What do you think? I mean... I mean... but so- Trapdoor to Hell was good at the beginning. Because it's kind of what we were. We were just like... We, we were bringing you down to the dirtiest part of your brain. Like, the place you shouldn't be... Shouldn't be thinking about. I mean, we still. I mean, I did fifteen minutes on, on Papa John Papa. That's true. We do a Papa little bit. We do a little bit. John, John Papa's Papa. a different guy. <laughs> Greg Papa is his brother. <laughs> um, yeah, but like, it's it's not like what it used to be. Like our first episode was us just talking shit about, um, the fucking what's what's the what's the place, Notre Dame. The the Notre Dame burning well, down, first, first burning down. Talking shit about our cousin Josh. Our cousin Josh, yeah, and then talking shit about a who a religious watched, building who burning only down. Listened to our podcast the one time that time and immediately turned it off. And I don't think he's listened since. I don't think so. He's committed to that bit. That's all right. We got his lady. <laughs> Nicole but, is a is I a mean, loyal it, listener. It's, it's a th- I, don't, I don't I like this logo. You're wearing a shirt. He put it to himself. (laughs) I'm wearing Guardians of the Galaxy shirt. (laughs) I do like that logo. I like the logo that you're wearing, but I mean, I think we can. um, I don't think we're growing enough, like from random listeners, and I think it might be the name. And um, so, I mean, maybe maybe we'll talk about a rebrand. Reboot. (laughs) Yeah, reboot. We'll reboot ourselves. I don't know. Uh, I. That's if this thing lasts. Seems like a, seems like a lot of work too. Yeah, I mean, we already have the trapdoor to hell rock. Like we're gonna have to get another what rock. What are we gonna do with our rock? What are we gonna do about it? Well, I mean, the T-shirt's an easy fix. Sharpie, exit out, <laughs> put the new name on it, and then that could be our logo. <laughs> All the graphics I made. <laughs> All the graphics that say no, trapdoor to I hell. Need to edit those easily. No, I'm just saying, like what we do is we just Sharpie it, put the Gundy Brothers, and that's the logo. We keep Trapdoor to Hell, and it X'd out. Like, like when Disneyland did, uh, like when Disneyland did Stitch Takes Over or whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We just crossed off shit. Yeah, we just uh, crossed it out. It never happened. No, uh, I, you know, I think we're kind of hooked at this point. I think, I think we were kind of stuck. Yeah. Well, somebody wants to do all that work, let us know. <laughs> Hundred episodes, we're still not wanting to put in the work. I hey, I work, all right. I work. <laughs> Tyler does not work. I do not work. How's work going? It's it's fun. I did my first delivery. I didn't get to talk about it. I did my first full on delivery. Was it thrilling? It was. Very was it everything you ever wanted? It it, it actually kind of was. Did you cash for it or did you just let it slip? <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> hey, my knees, my I, knees are weak and my palms are sweaty. Well, you didn't drop the box, right? No, I didn't. Drop because your palms were sweaty. God I wasn't gonna keep going. No, I know. Uh, yeah, that was that was exhilarating. Really? No, <laughs> but it was fun. <laughs> like I, I, I was like, I had I get I get to hook my phone up to the car to the van radio, so, so you... I'm just fucking blaring music. Yeah, just listening to Trapdoor to Hell, huh? <laughs> oh yeah, constantly. Um, did you did you knock on the door? Cause like look. I can't, so I can't. Unless it's specifically said to in... Because you could write notes to, to the delivery person. Of course, yeah. So unless it's specifically said, I'm, I can't because uh, of COVID. Yeah. Because so. I would I would like, I would would like definitely be like... I would have streamers and stuff and I would just be like... 
All right, hello. They get into the door and just start <laughs> popping these things. You're off. my first delivery yeah. ever. This is my first delivery ever made. <laughs> I did. I did scare one lady because I. I. They. They let us. They give us our packages. That was like, oh, that's <laughs> ugly, fucker. So, so I scan. I scan the package, and I didn't realize there was a second one going to the same house. Yeah. So I bring it and I do the whole thing. I take it to the door and then I, I take a picture, walk away. And then I go back and it's like the next package is for the same address. And I go, God damn it. <laughs> so I scan it and I go back. And as I'm going back, I turn the corner and the lady is right there. And I go, here's your second package. And she almost <laughs> fell over. And she she was like 50, almost 60. And I was like, well, that would have been great. You know, fucking dislocate this lady's hip from scaring her. First delivery, smooth. <laughs> Second delivery, dead woman. <laughs> I'm 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 batting five hundred right now. You know what? I can't really complain. Like, hey, I could retire and be a hall of famer. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, but this I, is... yeah, I did. Uh, I did a scratch up a van on the first day too. What? Uh, there was a low hanging tree. I forgot how tall these vans are. <laughs> Oh, you're all right. Then it's on the roof. Yeah, it was on the roof. It they, was don't, fine. they don't even look at that part. No. All right. Well, uh, like all the stuff. Happy 100th episode, Tyler. This I is... think I'm gonna retire the buy. No. It's hurting the voice. It's hurting the. Vo- Do you hear me? Do you hear my voice? Yeah, you sound like shit, dog. Yeah, exactly. You know, because it's hurting your voice. The buy. I don't do the buy. Yeah. You, you. I know why you want to retire the buy. Why? Because you hate bisexual people. <laughs> He's fucking on to me. <coughs> Alright, send him out. Auschwitzen. <laughs> I'm through with standing in line. The clubs will never get in. It's like the bottom of the ninth and I'm never gonna win this. Life hasn't turned out quite the way I want it to be. Tell me what you want. I want a brand new house on an episode of Cribs And a bathroom I can play baseball in And a king size tub big enough for ten plus me yeah, what you need I'll need a, a credit card that's got no limit And a big black chair with a bedroom in it Gonna join the Mile High Club at 37,000 feet Been I want a new tour bus full of old guitars Find a star on Hollywood Boulevard Somewhere between Cher and James Dean is fine for me So how you gonna do it? I'm gonna trade this life for fortune and fame I'd even cut my hair and change my name Cause we all just wanna be big rock stars And live in hilltop buses driving 15 cars The girls come and the drugs come cheap Well, I'll stay skinny Cause we just won't eat And we'll hang out in the coolest bars And the VIP with the movie stars Every good gold digger's gonna wind up there Every playboy bunny with a bleach blonde hair And we'll hey, hey, I wanna be a rock star Hey, hey, I wanna be a rock star I wanna be great like Elvis without the tassels I raid body guys that love to beat up assholes Sign a couple autographs so I can eat my meals for 
dress my ass with the latest fashion Get a front door key to the Playboy Mansion Gonna date a Santa phone that loves to blow my money for me So how you gonna do it? I'm gonna trade this life for fortune and fame I'd even cut my hair and change my name Cause we all just wanna be big rock stars And live in hilltop bosses driving bins the girls come easy and the drugs come cheap Well, I'll stay skinny cause we just won't eat And we'll hang out in the coolest bars And the VIP with the movie stars Every good gold digger's gonna wind up there Every playboy bunny with a bleach blonde hair And we'll part out in the private rooms With the latest dictionary of today's Zuzu They'll get you anything with that evil smile Everybody's got a drug dealer on speed now Well, hey, hey, I wanna be a rock star I'm gonna sing those songs that offend the senses Gonna pop my pills from a best dispenser Get washed up singers writing all my songs Let's sing them every night so I don't get them wrong Well, we all just wanna be big rock stars and live in Bouncers driving 15 cars The girls come easy and the drugs come cheap We'll all stay skinny cause we just won't eat And we'll hang out in the coolest bars And the VIP with the movie stars Every good gold digger's gonna wind up there Every playboy bunny with a bleach blonde hair And we'll part out in the private rooms With the latest dictionary of today's who's who They'll get you anything with that evil smile Everybody's got a drug dealer on speed dial Well, hey, hey, I wanna be a rock star Ooh, well, Hey, hey, I wanna be a rock star